Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 21 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. This being episode 21, we can now legally drink. How do we feel? Drunk. And Already? Michael, yeah. I just started. We smoke weed in states that are legal in. At 21? I think so. Really? Is it? Is it 21 or 18? I think it's 21. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. We don't live in those states. Hey, no. either way. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the devil's lettuce, so. We're in the Bible Belt. Either way, we have a No Man's Sky next update tonight. Uh, Nintendo Labo is getting a vehicle kit. Games with Gold for August have been announced for Xbox Live Gold gamers. There's a new release in the Taiko Drum Master series for the U.S. The nope. first time in 14 nope. What's years. What's it called? Say, say the name. Nope, I said Taiko <laughs> Drum Master. I didn't stutter. I said that very clearly. It was very obvious. What would you think it's called, Cesar? Taiko no Tatsujin. Michael, do you approve of that pronunciation? That sounds good to me. All right, works for him. And uh, NT Creates of Mighty Number no. 9 fame wants to take a crack at Zelda 2. Someone made it too. Well done. <laughs> that was a battle throughout the day. And I'm the, Richard Bergman. I'm joined tonight. I'm joined tonight by Michael McLeod. Hey, Cesar Concepcion on the second. We're not doing the games. Yeah, you're not, nope. gi- you're nope. not, you're not giving us. Uh, Everybody griped about it. I got no good feedback from uh, it. It was not. It was not a good time. It was just me having washing clothes. Yeah, exactly. You I didn't enjoyed like it. it. It was fun. Janitorial Cesar or something. Yeah. Who's that over there? <laughs> Russell Bergman. There were well, gills, not eyelids. Welcome, guys. Mm. Yeah, I read today there's a Men in Black reboot with uh, Chris Hemsworth. And no, Tessa what? Thompson. You knew as this? Well. Yeah, and Tessa Thompson. I oh. thought this was like, who's she? Who? Where's she from? He. She. He? West, <laughs> Westworld and Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've seen either. So Creed. Creed 2. She's in a lot of movies right now. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't seen any of that. Tessa? I hear, Thompson. I hear Westworld's great. Westworld is fantastic. Mm. I keep seeing the 4K Blu-ray for like $19. But you really? Put, really? You put the mm-hmm. HBO thing on there. So mm-hmm. I, need, I just need to check that out. It's fantastic. I want to watch the movie. You Maybe I need to buy great. it. Oh, the original OG movie from the 70s? See. No, that's the only thing we've seen. And it was great with Yul Brynner. He's that's after people. That's what I was saying. Is you've seen it. It's you said good. it's amazing. So I, that's what I want to see. That's all I've seen. It's like early, early Jurassic Park, techno thriller. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was. It was directed Park by Craig, right? Mm-hmm. It was directed by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his story. It's his premise. Mm. What uh, amusement park that goes wrong? That's his thing. It was pretty he, much everything. Yeah, he did it with Westworld. <laughs> Westworld, Jurassic Park, timeline, even. Timeline is that fantasy type. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could go here, would you type thing? I, I never quite understood that. What why, do you mean? Why they? Why he wants to go back just to recreate? Because they're funding them to recreate the town, right? The timeline, but I can't remember why. Or if, is it just to turn it into an amusement park? Time to read it. Yeah, time to read it again. They wanted to go back for something. There was a reason that company was going back in time. Yeah, was and this, funding that dig. They made a movie on this. Mm-hmm. With Paul uh, Walker. It was actually, it was it was okay. That's the one, Paul Walker. It's right? okay. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Spartan Leonidas. Yeah, didn't he stay back and behind or something? Charlie Butler, right? We could argue all night about book versus movie. Books always better. This kind of thing. I don't think this is just one of those books that had such a huge scope. You yeah. could not narrow it down to a movie. They tried to put too much of it into the movie. Yeah, they didn't do a lot of good editing to make it a, a good movie version of the book. Of, maybe the success of Westworld will spin them off into maybe making timeline. Its own HBO type miniseries. We're not trying to make it an hour and a half. They could. They could do a spinoff, something like that. Yeah. But who knows? Welcome to the Michael Crichton podcast. <laughs> Next week, we'll be discussing <laughs> uh, the difference between The Lost World, books, and movie. Starring oh, Jeff Goldblum. It's a lot. Life. It's a massive difference. We'll find a way. Because that book's great. I haven't read it. Lost World is excellent. Is it? I, I need to, I've got the hardback. I need to read that one. 
So I they need to read Jurassic Park. Again. Many spoilers. They killed him. They killed off Ian Malcolm at the end of Jurassic Park, the the novel. Right. So then they just randomly brought him back. It was like you know they didn't really know he was he was alive, but he actually was. So he stays on a morphine drip the whole, like he's just hooked to morphine the entire Lost World novel, and it's wow. great. That's the main thing I remember about that. But there are some themes that made it over into the movie, like uh, the, the child and. The, the extra island, that kind of stuff, but the details. Julianne Moore, did she make it in? I don't think Julianne Moore was in the was in the novel specifically, Damn. or the backpack, or the uh, Velociraptor somersault. What about flip. Uh, what about Vince <laughs> yeah. Remember when she kicked the the mm. eighty pound girl, did mm. the somersault into the two ton raptor and knocked it off the scaffolding? The soundtrack is so good. What about Vince Vaughn's career before he went to comedy? Mm-hmm. That was a, a strange role for him, wasn't it? He was in what? Dressing? He was in Lost World. Oh, okay. As like not the comedy guy, as like a straight cameraman. He had a couple of lines where you could tell that that was. I saw Lost World personality when it came out, and that yeah, was the last time I was thinking. Really, this is the only place in the world where the geese chase you. I'm kind of like you with Jurassic. Park. That's how it always begins. Is how ah, Matrix is with you. I think a, Jurassic Park is good by itself. It doesn't need more stuff. Running, very and true. Screaming. Although there again, yeah. I, I do like the whole concept of the second island. I like the tra- I like the trailer. We still have the trailer. It's still in my closet, my childhood closet. The Kenner toys. Yep, we got the full. We have a shit ton of Jurassic Park toys. I remember the the dinosaurs that like you could take like plugs of skin out of the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those. those. Yeah, I've got the one that's got the uh, the really hardened head that like headbutts things. Packy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pachysaurus. I know what you're talking Pachy about. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you like push his head down or something like that? Yeah, it had a button on on it his retracts. ass. Yeah. No, he had a button on his ass. His head would go like that. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Head slam. The retro toy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we do golf on tangents. Yeah. It happens. All right, Michael, we missed you last week. What have you been playing in the interim? Uh, it's mostly been portable games. Because uh, you're on another road trip, right? On another road trip. Okay. I think I only have one non-portable game on this list, but uh, I finished Captain Toad. As we alluded to last week, I was playing that on 3DS, so I got all the way through it. Um, I'm doing the Mario Odyssey levels now, though, so I'm not done playing it yet. Okay. Um, and those are kind of difficult, I'm, but I'm digging them. Is that at the end of the game normally, or is that like yeah? A we, when you straight when you straight beat the game, there's like another chapter, like a okay, like an extra chapter. I don't know Plus how long one. it is. I'm only done like uh, two of them, I think. So uh, I'll probably finish that this week. And you're doing that on 3ds? On 3ds, correct. So sorry, did you play any more of the Switch one? I did. You did? Mm-hmm. Did you get to the extra levels or anything? No, I'm still in. I actually got to ask you something about the Switch one. I'm kind of curious about. Go ahead. So, like, uh, on the Wii U and the 3DS one, you have to blow into the microphone to mm-hmm. get the thing. What do you do on the Switch? You don't do any of that. Well, I know, but what do you do to make, like, the platforms move? What's in place of that motion? So, what you have to do is, and by the way, I'm on book three. I'm halfway through it. Yeah. But well, um, what you have to do well, is. Book three's the last chapter. What What you do is just touchscreen. It's all touchscreen? Touchscreen. If you have a docked, you have to do the gyro sensor. And it's oh, like a okay. fucking Wiimote. I hate it. I knew there was a pointer on screen because I played the demo, but I didn't. But the demo doesn't give you a chance to blow into the microphone. So is the pointer on screen even when you're in handheld mode? No, no, no. Mm. You just it's t- just dock. Yeah. Okay. Then you, you then you get a little the the finger on screen. And so it's, it's better just, to play handheld. And then it's it's just it's just like the fucking Wii. It's just like the fucking Wii. I'm sitting there doing this to turn the thing, saw. and I'm like, it drives me insane. Well, the 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 Wii U version, you had to touch do it on the touch screen. Yeah. The I mean, played all the way through similar, that one. That was yeah. one of her yeah. favorite Wii U games. And you had games. to blow into the uh, microphone on the Wii U gamepad. There is... I don't... I didn't blow any 
anything in the microphone. There's no microphone in there, so. Mm. Wii U gamepad? <laughs> Pretty sure you had to put in the microphone. I don't know. On the Switch, it's different. I'm weird. You're weird. What's I going think on? there were some levels on the Wii U. Not on the Switch. No, not on the Switch, there's not. That's why I was curious to see how that worked. Russell's dying over here, and I don't know why. About blowing on the microphone. <laughs> what else you've been playing, Michael? Oh God! Apparently, uh, welcome to the ten-year-old podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. This isn't, this isn't your section. We're going to be yeah. totally quiet when you try to your like. Games yeah. yeah, y'all kind of did him wrong last week. No, I don't I'm, think I'm we did. The only one. I don't think y'all did. did him wrong. No, no, you totally like, did him wrong. Yeah, because like two cause, minutes. Because y'all told me it wasn't even that long. See, no, it was incredibly long. It was, and in my in my defense. Richard's like, no, go ahead and do your part. And you were, went right back into making exactly. going on to another tangent. I even called, him out. Why, I even called him out. And that's why it. I got mad because I'm like, at that point, you told me to go ahead and do it. He fucking Charlie Browned you a couple times. I'm I was like, tears. here's the that football. Go ahead and kick it. I'm going to hold did. it. Yank. We did. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was funny for like the first time. After that, I was like, I. what happens to you, right? Yeah, like the first 10 podcasts, that's what happens to me <laughs> every goddamn time. He apologized. He apologized. Mm-hmm. We had our peace. We're good. We're going to make You're very it. patient about it. I'll give you that. Yeah. No, yeah. you weren't here. You didn't read him. I, it was I, not going well. I could hear it. I could hear it. <laughs> Anyways, back to the games that Michael's been playing. Back to the games. We won't derail you like we did. I started time. Octopath Traveler. Um, I said I wasn't going to because I'm still on East, but, eh, you know, whatever. Distractions. So... I'm playing as Ulbrich something, the warrior guy. I was probably going to start as him, too. I don't know. He just seems like the most cliche guy to start with, so I'm going to start with him. And then I think I'm going to go find the thief after that. Mm. That's my plan. I have, like, a predetermined, that's one what of, I'm going to do. One of my coworkers is playing as the thief. He steals from everybody. Yeah, yeah. He says, he's like, everyone you know, has like a, RPGs I play as a good guy. He's like, but you're the thief. You can take everything, so I just take everything. Everyone has their own, like, little trick. As, as uh, the warrior, you can fight anybody you want. Yeah, and you would think you'd be able to beat anybody, like NPCs and everybody, NPCs people. You could just be like, "Hey, fight me!" And all the articles are saying that do that as much as possible when you're playing with all your characters, because like there's one character that you can actually recruit NPCs so that when you're in a battle, they'll actually come in and fight for you because they're not exactly a strong character. So you'll just have all these random NPCs fighting for you, and they fucking. It's weird though because I did that with everyone in town, and then I went off and did a story beat, and I came back to town. And, like, I guess they expected I would have leveled up more. Because everybody in that town, again, the same guys I just fought, were mm-hmm. whipping my ass like nothing. Uh, and I'm just like, when did you guys get so strong? They were ready for you. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they got burned up that one Exactly. Time. He's coming back. I'm taking care of him. I read one of the NPCs you can, like, capture enemies like Pokemon. You can get the... You can wound the enemy down like animals and stuff. And <laughs> throw bring a ball them at into him? your party. Hmm. Yeah. No, maybe not throw a ball at him. <laughs> Chocobo <laughs> greens. Probably not that specific. <laughs> yeah, I did play... Chocobo weed. What? Yeah. That's what it is. I did play Pokemon Go while I was gone, too, because, uh, I don't know, I just kind of, I had several co-workers playing it, and I know it ties into the new game later this year, so I kind of picked yeah. that back up. I'm not super deep in it, but it's something to do when you're out of town. It's like, eh, let's see what's around. Were there so, any different ones there that you couldn't get here? Well, be it that I haven't thing. played in a while, mm-hmm. uh, there was all new stuff. Like, there's weather systems, there's you can make friends, there's like a million different things. It's a completely different game from a year and a half ago. So, Russell, have you and Cesar touched that? I know y'all were heavy into it when it came mm-hmm. out. Like y'all were meeting up there at the square and everything. I was just that you had once. the battery pack you were carrying around. That was just y'all were there. into it. I only did the opening weekend and then yeah. it dropped off. And that was it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did it. I did it for like six months and then it kind of dropped off. But um, yeah. Well, maybe maybe close to a year. Like I got a lot of them, but yeah, I don't know. It's changed a lot. Um, it's definitely better a lot or worse. Do. I'd say a lot better. What have they added? 
like I say, you can make friends now. You can trade with people now. There's a ton of new Pokemon. There's weather conditions. So, like, if it's raining outside, you'll get different Pokemon than based off of it's sunny outside. Um, the variety is a lot better. There's, uh, instead of just throwing balls at uh, things to catch them, there's, like, berries and stuff you can give them to, like, make them like you or whatever. There's, di like, a different dynamic to everything. It's just a lot more going on. How do the trades work? I've never done it yet. Because so. that broke. It, it, it is local, though. You have to, like, be near the person. Okay. What yeah. was the last game you and I got? The DS series. 3DS series. Is that X and Y? I think so. Because you could one. trade, you could like trade online to build your Pokedex, and that broke the game for me. It kind of broke the game, and you could just do Wonder Trade. and That's exactly what people happened. Threw their, I'm out people were trying to get shinies. Yeah. So they would just have a bunch of starters in Wonder Trade. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could potentially get all the starters in, like, five minutes in that game mm -hmm. if you wanted to. It broke that for me when I discovered that. I couldn't get into the story. Eh, it's it never heavy on story for me, but ever it, just, really? I like playing it. Well, well I got it, it. Blue, I remember playing Blue, and it was amazing, but I think yeah. it was also because that game was targeted towards my and age group at the time. Yeah, exactly. How old were you at the time? And that so. was my issue with trying to play it, because we were got so. super excited about it, and we couldn't. I couldn't get into like, it. Like, I love Yokai Watch, and I know that's not really as, you know... I just think it has charm. It doesn't have a good story, mm -hmm. yeah. but it's it's a fun experience. So, you know, that's that's kind of like I have a hard time explaining that to some people. It's like, hey, look, I mean, I know it's meant for kids, but it's still fun. that it's original like, generation. It's it relaxing. Was, it was marketed towards us, but it, I know I still remember like some deep moments that had like mm -hmm. the what was the Death Town you went to where it had Lavender the spooky Town. Lavender, Lavender Town. Town. Yeah, dude, even on the Game Boy, it, the it had the spooky music and it was a real morose town and mm -hmm. it just had a vibe to it that it was. Purely eight bit. It I think that's the only color, only time they mention death in that whole game. Every time your Pokemon faints, they don't die. Oh, yeah. So that was the first time. The only playing I played on console, like an actual proper like, uh, I have Game Pass for like a year because I bought. Because hey, when uh, when that thirty dollar thing went around, I just bought two. So I got twelve months of Game Pass, uh, and Warhammer Vermintide two came out for it. Uh, anybody familiar with that at all? No. I heard about people playing it on PC, but I don't have any first-hand Dude, it's awesome. I saw it like on it. Game Pass. It's like medieval Left 4 Dead, pretty much. Hmm. It's exactly Left 4 Dead. You you play through a mission, and just you have hordes of enemies, and you have a group of four people that all have unique abilities. And but it's with, like, mice and rats and stuff, right? Mice, rats, goblins, uh, knights, all that kind of shit. It's like shit. a red wall type thing. Yeah. If you play well, Left 4 Dead, it great. is exactly Left 4 Dead. Like, I mean, it, there's special types of enemies that will drag you off. It even does that thing like... Um, Wait. Was this this game we thought was going to be like Redwall? Mm -mm. That's like, a strategy game. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one's like, like Tooth and Claw or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Anyways. Yeah, no, yeah. The only difference is when you beat a the mission, you go back to... The art style is very similar hub. as far as that Redwall look to it. You go back to a hub and you have to, like, pick a mission. But uh, it's it's... It is a Left 4 Dead clone, which I love Left 4 Dead, the first one. Are and you playing with someone, or are you playing with Rainbow? I wish, but there's no one to play with, so I'm playing with, uh, I'm playing with uh, the computer. So. <laughs> this is a game you were talking about, Russell, Tooth and Tail. That's what it is. Yeah. But uh, if you have Game Pass, I could highly recommend it. I think that's on it. PS4. It's $30 without Game Pass, though. Uh, that's a good value. Yeah. It looks great on the Xbox One X, too. Um, I know a lot of people. It's been on PC for like a year, I think. But, right. Is yeah. it an enhanced game? It is. It is, and it's very pretty, and it runs. It runs very well. The cutscenes are like screen Terry, but the actual game is very smooth. Cool. Now, that's pretty much been it for me. More Game Pass value. Yeah, that's the only thing on Game Pass. I think that I mean, I, Sea of Thieves. I know is big for some people, but 
Um, I think I downloaded and played a decent amount of Lumo, and uh, yeah, that's about it. The Sea of Thieves retail skew keeps dropping. I think that's going to be my end because I think it's been twenty four. I think it's twenty four ninety nine on GameFly. Yeah, when it hits nineteen is when I jump. Is I think it, we talked about that last week. Twenty four on GameFly for yeah. regular people. It was probably nineteen for me then because I. They, you know, they give you with your membership bigger discounts the longer you've been with them. So I'll actually see what it is now. All right, if, uh, listeners, if you'd like a copy of uh, Sea of Thieves for Xbox, Sea of Thieves that's been used. Nope. Please <laughs> I know where you're going. Uh, no podcast at gmail.com. I know where you're going. Request a copy. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 We don't do that. It would be nice. Will not happen. Maybe one day we'll be able to do giveaways. And things oh like wow, that. they have the Genesis Classic Collection for seventeen ninety nine. The new one. Sea of Thieves is twenty six ninety nine right now. It's still not bad. The new Genesis Collection is 17 yeah. Free shipping? Uh, probably not. Well, it might be for me. Mm. With that new brand spanking new Bye. Menon. What? the Costanza. Bye, <laughs> Bye, Menon. You can use that VR mode with the gun in there now. Costanza. We were talking about, talking about that earlier, but yeah. have you seen it? Yeah, what, what is it? I've oh. tried it out. Oh, you yeah, what is it? What, what is it? What do you think? So it, from what, what it is is you're inside this uh, room. You're just in that in the overworld, and then you can go through and pick out the games, and it's just it's just there, and you just sit in front of the TV. And you so it's like being image. in an old. It's just like you're in the room, room playing it. Yeah. Okay. I Doesn't really add much to it. I mean, that's it. So you're you're you have goggles over your eyes, pretending you're looking at a TV while it's you're also looking at a it's TV. It's basically like you sitting there playing it on that TV. Does it add much? It looks the same. Just a novelty. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it just, all, it, all it does is enhances the overworld. So it's like nineteen dollars. But you, you can you can zoom shipping. in on the screen. Actually, there wasn't. And it sits Thanks. in front of you. I need to grab a copy just to have uh, another copy of Toe Jam and Earl. Well, that was a that was a spontaneous buy. But that's been it for me. How about anyone else? Nobody else been playing. Cesar, what games you can go for? for it. Russell and I are kind of the same again. Okay, so y'all gotta go together. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll try this again. <laughs> you have the floor, sir. I'll be courteous. Let's see. Uh, I've been playing more Tales of Berseria. Uh, I'm at the point in the game where the main antagonist is just beating me. And you know how the whole thing starts when an anime where everybody's got to regroup and try to figure <laughs> out how to get stronger. Yep. Sad so, music plays. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been joining the battle system on this one because this, this one, the last couple of Tales games, they've been kind of just throwing shit on the wall and see what sticks formula where they just randomly throw stuff in there mm-hmm. and try to change up the pace of the game. This one they have... Um, two moves added in there, which is a break soul, which is R2, on the R2 button. And essentially all that is, is you steal one of the moves from your enemies, do a combo, and then you throw it back at them. Uh, the second one is what they call a blast gauge, and it reminds me very much of a limit break. Um, it's uh, three Special. levels. Yeah, it's three levels, and it does like a... You get an animation, and it does a huge attack. It takes off like 5,000 damage. So you don't get it all the time, and you have to basically kill a number of enemies before that gauge builds up again. Um, outside of that, I mean, that's I've been going through that and just going through the story. I'm going to beat that one. Um, as I said last time, I've been riding the bus more, so I've been pouring a lot of time in Tales of Heart R. Um, the Vita Tales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got maybe three hours into it. Um, and just to do a little backstory, this is the first... All right, so in the Tales team, there's two Tales teams. You have the Tales of Symphonia team, which handles all the 3D Tales. Then you have the 2D Tales team, which is the, they call the Tales of Destiny team, mm-hmm. uh, which did the original Tales of Destiny on PlayStation 1. Okay. Uh, Tales of Hearts R originally was a 2D game, or it wasn't called R, it was Tales of Heart was originally a 2D game on a 3D 
I'm on not 3ds, but on the DS, the regular DS. When they did this remake, both those teams came together and remade this game. Yeah, it's kind of like an anniversary thing. I knew it wasn't on Vita to start off with. Yeah, I wasn't sure. What it That's was. why they do the R, kind of like oh, a okay. remake or a remaster. Well, they did uh, for it. Tells it was like Graces or something like that. One of them too. Tells Grace F. F. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what these letters. Tells mean. Grace. Graces that was, uh, <laughs> was that uh, Wii exclusive that? Yeah, it was bomb. on PS3 that we got. I think yes. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they ended up doing Tales of Grace oh, F God. on the Wii and PS3. Just got released for the PS3. Over I remember here. Nelly was playing that game, and the enemies would just be like, "I'll run you through. I'll run you through. I'll run you through." Like when you're fighting, because they're, oh, wow. they're, they're trying to stab you, but they would just repeat that line, and I would just be like, "Oh my God, can you turn that shit off? Please stop." <laughs> well, they, is she a big Tales fan? Oh yeah. What's we, her we favorite? Have, we literally have every collector's edition except for Vesperia. What's her favorite Tales game? Uh, probably Vesperia. I think. Um, that and Symphonia, she played this. So. But um, outside of that, I mean, the story is more of a the basic Tales game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the battle system's the same. You have uh, your standard attack on the X button, and mm-hmm. then your hearts on the circle button. I like um, the protagonist. I think it looks she looks cool. Which one on the hearts? No, 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 no. What's what's that first? Basaria. Basaria. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that you one. You're talking about. Yeah, is a female protagonist. And Viseria is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. She looks awesome, though. I think. So. Yeah, she's a complicated character. I mean, they're now at this point where they're kind of filling each other out. She still have her has her agenda. She's not the goody two shoe character on there yet. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there's glimpses of it in there, but I mean, this is the revenge story one, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, but the hearts one is a little bit different. That one, um, you're playing a as a kid named Core Meteor who is getting. I don't know why it's called Core Meteor, but Meteor. <laughs> but. Why not? Sure, but um, he's getting raised by his grandfather because his mother died young, and um, he runs into uh, a young girl named Kohaku and her brother Asui, who are, is running away from a witch called. Uh, no, I wrote it down here. In 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 Inca Rose. I don't know. It sounds like the yeah, kind of like the Inca Indians. Inca Rose. So I mean, I haven't gotten that far into understanding what's going on in the story, other than she's hunting these two people down. But uh, the main basis of this game is that everybody has a spirit, which is kind of like their heart, where all their emotions are stayed. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the, the Kawaka character got attacked by, uh, got attacked by the uh, witch and it spread all her emotions throughout the land. So you're just left with her kindness, and you have to go back and pick them all up and reattach them. Um, that's pretty much as far as I got. I just got despair now, so she's freaking out every time I take her in a dark place. So she so. reacts to each emotion <laughs> she mm-hmm. As you reclaims. get on there, yeah. Okay. That's kind of uh, cool. Uh, the only thing that's different about this one is that this one did not get um, English voice acting. They left the Japanese only with subtitles. Really? Yes. Oh, the physical version was GameStop exclusive, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I have it, but I actually haven't popped it in yet. Yeah, because, I mean, they were talking about doing Tales of uh, Innocence R and bringing it over here, but in, I guess Hearts never did well enough for them to do it because it was all based on that. I think I bought Hearts Digital. Wasn't it like 4 or $5 mm-hmm. not too long ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we never got... That's the only one we never got from the DS. It was a Tales of Innocence, okay, okay. which they also did the remake. Um, <laughs> outside of that, we already talked about Captain Toad. Um, I'm almost done. I'm on the third book. Uh, most of the time, it's just me watching TV and playing that. Yeah, it's a super laid-back sort of mm-hmm. game. It's one of your distraction-style games. Yeah, I mean... Did you play it on Wii U? N- no. No. No, this is the furthest I got. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gone. You're I done. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I haven't played that. Believe it or not, I didn't play my Wii U that often. I think the only thing I probably played the most on the Wii U was uh, Twilight Princess because I actually went through all that. Yeah, love Twilight Princess. I remember when you were playing through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the most 
Wii U use I got was you and I playing Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Mario Kart for a while. And me busting my head flying off the screen as Ryu. This is true. It's still the is that to, still my contact photo? It, it, that most definitely <laughs> is still your contact <laughs> photo. You flying off the stage. That was fun. Upside we, down. We had a good time with that. Played a lot of Wii U. Did you? Nintendo Land, Smash Brothers. Nintendo Land was really good. Nintendo Land, my copy of Nintendo Land is still sealed. If you have a group of people on Nintendo <laughs> Land, it's great. Russell and I got the Wii U, brought it home. I think we stormed through Mario Brothers U. We didn't beat it, but we got to like World 6 or 7. Yoshi's you don't remember really playing? Nope. One of us had the gamepad, and the other one of us had a Wii remote. We played through Super Mario Brothers U. Maybe, yeah, maybe I do. On launch. It was either launch yeah. night or the next day. Like, I don't I don't think the store that we picked it up at did a midnight launch. Mine didn't. Because uh, you and I picked ours up the next day yeah. at that store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, game, it was GameStop and McDonald's, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very specific. We didn't do a, they didn't do a midnight launch. We I couldn't find a midnight launch. I was actually going to try to go get one, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I just had to get yeah, it. Yeah, but it wasn't that many day. people. It wasn't that many people out there, anyways. For yeah. it, so I waited like four years to get my Wii U. I, I got, got the Splatoon. I got the Splatoon. Splatoon and my day and one. That's, you day one did also. I was so. I love the Wii U personally. That's a good system for me. I know it's like a very unpopular opinion, but I well, love we it. all like it on this podcast. We renamed it one episode. We came up with we our own. Uh, I think you had the best name out of everybody. I don't know. I, I Le- Nintendo Le- GP. I think it's GP. Game guy. Yeah. Le Wii. Le Wii. Oh god. I think you also called the Wii the Lee Wii. Little Wii. Little Wii. <laughs> the Switch Little Wii. That's the Little Wii. That yeah. sounds like a rapper. Portable Wii. <laughs> to go Wii. Uh, outside of that, um, there's a Maybe game called for, Forgotten Anne. It's released by Square Enix Collective. Uh, that one is an adventure game, and adventure games are always my style. The story reminds me like a fucking 80s cartoon. Where uh, you have, uh, let's say... What is this on, by the way? PS4, Xbox One. Okay. Uh, and PC. It, have you talked about this one? Mm-mm. Okay. Let's it say, sounds familiar for some reason. I uh, don't know. I haven't talked... This is the first I've talked about okay. it. Mm. But uh, outside of that, let's say, for instance, if you you ever missed a sock or anything that you've lost. So that other clothing had just gets transported to another world, and they're they're alive. Okay. And so, um, as soon as they come through, they are assigned a job, and basically, it, it's kind of weird, and it, it feels like a very eighties <laughs> cartoon. It's like the, the the misfit toys. Yeah, but it's not. It's not just that they have like a lamps or it's chairs. It's, it's random bullshit. It's two D, three D. It's two D. Okay. Is there a brave little toaster involved in the story? At there all? may be a brave little toaster okay. in there. I haven't gotten that far. And yet. a blankie. The, as far as I got is a lampshade. I fucking love this. Uh, <laughs> so a, good. A shoe. A sock right. and a scarf. What's this called again? I'm sorry. Uh, forgotten Ann. It's uh, O in the N instead of the E. I but um, so. I thought that was a typo when you spelled it. Mm, that's the way it's spelled. So it, it's 80s style, lost items. Um, and it, what it is, is there's, there's this young girl. She's Well, she's an adult now. She's raised by the old man who's the overseer of the whole uh, area. He's building a bridge to get everybody back to the real world. So you start off this game where you see an explosion outside. For whatever reason, these uh, misfit an- um, items are have a resistance, so they bomb the the bridge uh, that they're using <laughs> to go back to the world. <laughs> so she, she wakes up, and you have to get these like um, spirit energy from these orbs, and you have to go and kind of turn everything back on. And you're investigating and trying to figure out, and there's a lot more going on that she doesn't know about because mm-hmm. it shows her throughout the years getting getting um, raised from this uh, older man. I guess it would be like her grandfather or something like that. Okay. Uh, but they're trying to. She. He's trying to get everybody to the real world. 
So it's interesting because essentially when something gets lost and ends up there, they get assigned a job. They have to have like a papers that they're a citizen, so they have to wear a badge on them. So that's how they know that somebody's not in the resistance. This they don't premise have a badge. is so cool. It's just random as hell. Vive la resistance. You always. You but know, um, tell me. But just thinking about it gives me peace for like the things I lost. It's like, oh no, where is that thing at? And no, the resistance. It went somewhere. <laughs> it got a job. And it, it got processed. And it got that, papers. And that's the thing. The, sh- the shoe is like trying to go back to the real world so they can find the other fucking shoe. But um, that's cool. But the what's it's a good premise. But what's crazy? There's also you get some wings later on where she she calls it her wings, but the wings will allow you to do platform jumping, so it has some platforming aspects in the game too. Okay. As well as puzzle solving, but it's mostly mo- uh, a adventure type game that just gives you a story to tell. Do the wings enable double jump? Or it's just like a floating type thing? It's double or? jump, yeah. Okay. You nailed it. Uh, outside of that, I'd pop back in uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut. Which like, is not fucking... I, let me read it It's not fucking digital on the Xbox store. It's, it's uh, oh, okay. physical only. You have to put the disc in to get the Director's Cut. Because really? this is the one that has the better boss battles. Does yeah. any disc get you the director's cut? Or do you specifically have to put the director's cut disc in to get yes. that one? Yes, you cannot download the director's cut pa- yeah. uh, it's package It's only the regular separately. version, right? Right. Yeah. It's kind of like Silent Hill Downpour. Downpour is disc only. Okay. It's no digital copy. Yeah. So I've had this game in my cart for Wii U on eBay for a long time. Because you can get a new copy mm-hmm. for Wii U for like 10 bucks. That's what it, I have it on. It says it has some really cool gamepad uh, integrations and stuff. That and the PC versions, two best versions. So what I, do you think about Deus I Ex? saw that, but I wanted to play this on the, on the next-gen console. Right. Or now-gen console. Yeah. That would continue to go with me. But outside of that, I'm just going, this is like, I don't know, like the third or fourth time I played through it. So mm. I'm Adam Jensen, who didn't ask for this. And <laughs> I didn't I'm, ask for this. <laughs> I watched you play this game years ago, the yeah. original. And uh, that's when Blockbuster was still around. Mm-hmm. So they had a, like a used sale or something. I think I picked it up for like 10 or 12 bucks. When they had a sale there, because of because watching you play and your recommendation. Look, I'm a big Blade Runner fan, and it, mm-hmm. I just love that whole premise. Right. Because I mean, outside of that, I mean, you just start in the beginning where Carol, which is an ex of his, has discovered a way to do augmentation uh, through a chip. Um, but I mean, in the beginning, you'll see that she gets kind of taken because of what she knows from the research and how she got it. But without going into details, I'm, I'll, I mean, I'll talk more about it as I play through it. But yeah, I, 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 I didn't finish it, it so. What's the best way to get into Deus Ex? Because I have both of those. I have the PS2 one. I have one for Xbox. Where do I start? What's the best way to go? The PS2 that? one is uh, the first one. The Xbox one's the second one, to my knowledge. I had heard these are prequels. These are prequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. These these are the start before those. The what what is um. So Human Revolution and Mankind Divided Divided right. are the prequels to. There was. Both the original ones. There's supposed to be a third one to finish out the story, but the second one didn't do that. Well, man, kind right. of about it. So yeah. I think they said they're, they're going to finish it, but they're going to revisit it. It goes later. up, what, six bucks all the time on Xbox Live to yeah. buy the second one. How are they going to wrap up that story, like a graphic novel or DLC I, or something? I think they said they're just going to do a game later. I think they're going to let yeah. it breathe. They they figured it was just fatigue on the Give franchise. Yeah. Because yeah. it said yeah, right now they're just. two doing... entries within, what were they, four years apart, maybe? But remember, that series hasn't been visited since the original Xbox. Remember they so. kind of poo-pooed on themselves with the second one, too. Remember that pre-order bonus fiasco where they're like, the more pre-orders we get, the more content you're going to get in the game. Do you remember that? I don't remember and that. Yeah. I think one of them was that you get the game certain days early, too. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was random stuff. They were like pretty much blocking off some shit based off the number of pre-orders they were going to get. That's a turn-off. Yeah, it got bad press so before the game ever came out. 
That's no good. Yeah. And that was one of the first HDR games on PS4, too. Was it? When they did the enable. Because I remember people doing the comparison photos. It's a good-looking game. I think it's what I have it on is PS4. So you have to specifically get the director's cut for 360. Pop into Xbox One. You have to be on this. Because we all got the, the standard one. Yeah, it was free. As part of games with gold. Mm-hmm. But the director's cut has the additional DLC installed. And then the the the, the, the boss battles are not... They're they're better. Let's I put think it it's the, the less yellow game. too, isn't it? Like mm. they, they t- t- uh, tune down that yellow you. The game it looks had. it looks better. Yeah. yeah. The original game made you play a certain way and then play the bosses a totally separate. Right. Way. The director's cut lets you play the well, bosses as you did the regular. Because they game. outsourced the boss battles to another studio. Mm. They did some weird. That does shit. not sound like yeah. a good design. <laughs> like I understand when studios do the single player versus multiplayer thing. But a boss battle component within the story and everything, mm-hmm. that does not sound like a good idea. Yeah. Okay. That's Unless what, you're, like, it's a different team, but you're next door or something. That's what kind of turned me off the first time I played it, because I was trying to play it sneaky, but, like, the boss was just raping me. Like, because I, I, I wasn't strong enough to shoot him. Because your skills were for yeah. stealth and all that. But, yeah, I mean, that's... I've been wanting to play this for a while. It's just easier for me to play it on the 360 versus playing on the PS3 because I have the PS3 version also with the director's cut. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, whatever. I, I think I went on um, eBay and I bought it new sealed for eight ninety nine on 360. That isn't bad. Backwards so. capability is a hell of a thing. Yeah. I've actually, I love it. I've actually gone on uh, the last couple backwards compatible games I've bought through eBay. I bought, I bought Ruru's. I bought Dante's Inferno. That's a great game too. Um, oh, that one backwards compatible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overlord, you were showing me one and two. Overlord one and two, I bought those. I also bought um, I all I the those. Silent Hills, uh, Homecoming, Downpour, uh, HD mm-hmm. Collection. Um, did you, you get, try out that HD Collection? Yes. Yeah, I that's it, that's. I nice think it was moving on to that. I think it was super broken on 360 and PS3. Is that PS3 version got fixed though? So PS3 version got it fixed. got fixed. There, there's issues with that game because what originally happened was, and when they came back and talked about it. Konami lost the Masters, mm-hmm. the original uh, source code for those games. Okay. Panzer so, Dragoon Saga style. Right. So I think when they did these remasters, they, they figured it would be okay because they found an ISO that had 50% of a complete. About that. So what they did was they built off that. But whoever handled it they weren't the original people who handled the game, so they didn't build it back correctly. Right. So that so it's missing some fog. It's missing some music. Um, it's on, not on there properly. So what, what ended up happening... What what that as well? And what ended up happening was um, redubbed as in a different language or as in a different version of the same voice actors. Not the same voice actors. Oh yeah, they had to start from scratch, and it was cheaper to get different voice actors. Okay. So what ended up happening was, um, and I don't know if that's a true story, but the reason why the PS3 version got patched and the 361 didn't, because they did go back and fix the PS3 Mm -hmm. one, um, was uh, costs. The rumor going around was that I think the 361 they wanted 25 grand for to do the patch. That's when they were charging for those patches at the time. Uh, and so I think uh, Konami saw it. it didn't sell that well on 360 because they, business they gave out those the they gave out those free copies if you bought the game of another Konami game to make up for. Okay. I, I guess it was they figured it was cheaper to go that route. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't remember that promo. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, what got included? Do you remember? Uh, Castlevania, Lord of Shadows. It was just what uh, whatever the other games were. Metal Gear Solid, Frog HD game. Collection. It was in a yeah. Zone of the Enders HD or something on there, too. Yep, yeah. the collection. How are those? One. Those are very well. Very good. Okay, because I have on both systems. I tried the for demo those. for the VR one, too. That's something else. So, what do you think of that? Just as a side note, before Cesar finishes. Mm-hmm. 
It's good. It's hard to control the Jehudi in first person, though. Is it? Yeah. You can play that in... I know you can take it out of it, but it mm-hmm. kind of breaks the immersion. I want to play it in first person, but it's like, I right. can't... What well, the fail? What the fuck's going on? Like, it's, well, it's too busy. For me, I'll probably just play the first time outside of VR, because I never... Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to buy it. I never play. I'm going to so buy it anyway. Yeah. What game is this again? Second Runner, Zone of the Enders. Okay. Mars. It's called Mars something. It was yeah, expensive for a long time. It was, it was hard a hard to find on PS2. I think it was a low print run PS2 game for some mm-hmm. reason or another. It's a great game though. Because well, there's three games in that series, so I mean, you also had the Fist of Mars, which is GBA. I have that as well. Okay. Which I, I think, didn't know those included in the series. Well, it's in between between the first and second game. But um, oh yeah, I, I'll digress. <laughs> so the one, all right, out of all those, I decided to do was uh, Silent Hill Three. Uh, on that HD collection, because that's the only Silent Hill I haven't actually played. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's based off the first ending on the first Silent Hill, where Harry Mason is given a spoilers. Yep, is giving a baby girl to raise, and so she, you play as that baby girl. She's sixteen or seventeen in this game. Okay. And she's get sucked. She gets sucked back into Silent Hill, where the cult's trying to get her. Mm-hmm. There's also mentions of her in Silent Hill Origins, which was the Silent Hill on the PSP, also. That's the one you and I played on the Wii that was unnerving me. That was a creepy game. Well, Origin, uh, Origins was uh, only on PSP. Yeah, that was, that was, was, also, that was also on PS2. But Yeah, and, yeah. but um, Shattered Memories is, is the Shattered one. Memories. Shattered Memories is the it's one. A remake the of, it's a retelling of one. That's right. That's a good one. I love that one. That show was intense. That thing's super expensive to get on the PSP also. It's still like it 50, really? 60 bucks on eBay. Whoa. Complete. You can get a, the disc only for about 20 25 mm. Okay. Interesting. But, wow. Um, yeah, if you ever see that on the wall, that's a you get a good price complete, mm-hmm. then I would jump on it. Go ahead and grab it. Right. So outside of that, it's just um, from what I was playing, I played maybe the last, first hour, last hour, first hour into it. <laughs> of Silent Hill 3? Yeah. Does it stand alone by itself, or, or do you need to have Silent Hill 1 and 2 knowledge? 1, 2 has, all right, 2 makes references to 1, but 2 is a completely different story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4 is a completely different story. This is the only one that's ever been a sequel. Yeah. From it's a previous basically game. one and three right. are connected. Okay. So I mean, you, you need to. Yeah. I mean, it does a real bad job of kind of explaining one. I mean, it's best if you go back and play one. Um, I don't think you can play Shattered Memories because Shattered Memories is a retelling. It's not word for word. I mean, the characters are the same, but same yeah, premise, yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. It's not the exact same. It's told totally differently. So yeah. it's, it's a retelling. Yeah. It's like their own uh, their own spin on there. But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna play three, you get. You gotta play one, which I think is what still play one PS3 and PSP if you go digital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, the combat's the same. Um, the whole point of that combat is it's the opposite of Resident Evil, where they want you to play somebody who's not experienced with weapons. So I mean, she's not a good shot; she'll miss some swings with a sword. That's just the way it is. Uh, outside of that, it's um, their their goals in Silent Hills and, and Silent Hill games are made by Team Silent at that time. It was right was uh, that type of combat. Then you explore. Then you do uh, puzzle solving. This one probably has the hardest puzzle solving one I've ever played on the from the ones from Team Silent because it, there are certain puzzles that refer to Shakespeare plays, and so you have to have knowledge of those Shakespeare plays. Oh wow! And they don't go through there and explain it through. I that's think you dive. can. That's a hell of a backstory. <laughs> Can't you like awesome. put puzzle difficulty lower? Like you can separate the main game difficulty and the puzzle difficulty. Like game. when you go to the difficulty yeah. sliders, like I think Othello, you could change both. Macbeth, <laughs> Midnight. Oh, Tamer Midnight Shrew. Was it Midnight Shrew? Midnight Shrew, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. The Taming of the Shrew. The Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, yeah. Um, Midsummer Night's Dream. Midsummer, Midsummer Night's Dream. Not yeah. Midnight. Merchant of Venice. Othello. My own joke, I Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. 
But outside of that, I mean, it's the same premise. You, I mean, you have the flashlight, you have the radio, you hear the crackle when you hear something close by. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're going in and out of hell. Uh, but outside of that, you just have the cult members from the first game trying to get her back and sacrifice her for whatever the reason is. I haven't gotten that far yet to find out what it is. Mm. And there's a bunny. It's like there a, is a, a kind of like uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's type. Yeah. That's immediately what comes to mind yeah. when I think of Silent Hill 3 is that rabbit. That reference is lost on me. Yeah. I bet if I type in Silent Hill 3 into Google, that rabbit pulls up within the first couple of pages. think so. Everybody's yeah. lost on Five Nights at Freddy because there's a million of them. And they can't I just see them. the GameStop merchandise and the memes everywhere. I don't know what it is. It's yeah, like so animatronics. I, I got so tired of seeing articles about it all right. the time. And I was well, like, no, I don't no, they don't talk about it anymore. Is it yeah. good? It's it only anymore. What is it? It is a game. A long time. It's, like a, it's supposed to be like a horror game. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm slightly jealous of the guy that came up with that because you know he had to build that in like a week. It didn't take him long. Really? Yeah. And he's just making bank on it. There's That's the bunny. awesome. Good for him. Bunny. That's a weird looking bunny. Yep. I mean, because I mean, I think the beginning of the the game, you start in an amusement park and then you go into Silent Hill. So. Yeah. I mean, that's it for me this week. What about you guys, Russell, Richard? We've actually been playing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. The only game. Well, do we want to just go through those first? Because the only other thing that I have is some more Sea of Thieves. Touch on your Sea of Thieves, and then we'll go into our one or two rounds of PUBG, and then how we broke Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Or it broke us. Yeah. So, um, last night I was able to finally get on Sea of Thieves, uh, mainly because we broke Master Chief Collection, and Richard jumped <laughs> off. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I was uh, on a uh, work phone call for the majority of the evening, um, and by the, uh, by the time I got on... Uh, sea of Thieves because I knew some of my regular crew were jumping on. Um, I was still on the call, but so I couldn't use a mic. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, the micless PUBG was interesting. It was, but we we made it to twenty. We did pretty well without well, we top communicating. 20? Yeah, I was um, kind of pissed off because he was doing that lean and shit. No, yeah, I still don't know how to lean. So it, you got <laughs> you got to hit R three or L three. I didn't notice that until we were watching the tournament. Yeah, I just, started, I just started lighting people up, just like they were doing. We'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> so, at, at, during one occasion where we're, we're rolling along, uh, one of our guys jumps in a cannon and he goes flying off because that's part of the strategy. You try to take other people's ships down. Are you playing with friends or randos? This is friends from the regular bridge okay. that I was saying earlier. Um, and uh, so he, he goes flying off. I didn't realize it, but he had found a sloop that was by itself. So he takes the sloop and circles the island that we were also passing. We were chasing down a galleon and firing shots at it, and it eventually fled and went off. We turned back around, and I see the sloop on our side. There again, I have no mic. I can't communicate with our other shipmates and uh, some of the, the other friends that are playing. <clears throat> so I just start lighting the sloop up, because I think it's a sloop that's coming after us. Mm-hmm. So it's going try to try to take us down. Did they fire on you? No, because it was the guy that had flown off to take the sloop. <clears throat> I'm firing about five or six shells. I think three of them hit. And finally, one of the guys that was still on the galleon that we were on uh, stands right in front of me on on top of the cannon and is just staring at me. And he was able to type in because he's playing on PC, whereas I'm playing on the uh, Xbox. He types, stop firing. It's Patrick, (laughs) our our buddy that was playing on the the ship. Friendly fire. He's on the sloop. Stop shooting. Uh 
And so that was uh, a fun eve part of the evening. But later on, I was able to jump off and the uh, uh, phone call I was on and able to get back onto the mic and actually talk to the people. And I was able to fulfill the no podcast dream of the KISS ship. And uh, we didn't get the that dream we're all unaware of. Yep. Is that our it, dream? That's the dream. That we don't know. It is the dream. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we want to kiss and we don't know it. We didn't, uh, of course, yeah, do, we didn't do the costumes or the sails because we were already at sea. But at, at the last moment, uh, we were chasing down a, another galleon, a different one from the earlier one. I jumped on the the uh, front of the boat, got out the speaking trumpet, and started playing Detroit Rock City as we rammed the boat and proceeded to climb aboard and begin fighting tooth and nail to bring down this other <laughs> galleon. Um so I was able to bring that dream to fruition, that goal, that objective. Thank you. Yes. In the name of no podcast, I brought, away. I brought yeah. Kiss to the seven seas. Oh, we did reference that before. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's okay. why I was saying that. That's, That's why I brought it up. The, <laughs> the, dream, the dream is yeah. achieved. The dream has been achieved. I, I got an achievement for that. No podcast. Goals. It popped. Yeah. Was it a rare achievement? It did the song. It better it was. Have been. It was. Nobody else has it. Um, we got two playing Master Chief Collection the other night. Yeah, I had a couple uh, pop up when we first got. I was super confused night. the first time that happened, but that's something else. Like, what? What is this? I didn't know what was what is this? I thought I was getting another invite from something because yeah. it was a different sound, little jingle. Yeah, a little diamond shows so. up. It's like, whoa, what? What is this? Right, exactly. But uh, that's really all I've got to add on Sea of Thieves, unless we want to touch on that little bit of news correction we'll come around to that um the only other things we played was we continued on halo 2 and we played a couple rounds of PUBG. i think we got did we play one or two maybe two or three over yeah, the course over of the, the week because week. we recorded monday so we didn't have a whole lot yeah. so um we still haven't won um in PUBG, but um having a blast absolutely loving it uh, we watched the PUBG Invitational. That was uh, the main motivation. That's yep. what gave us our, our biggest itch was Double watching thing. this eSport presentation. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we'll cover later as well. But um, You go into watching it. What do you think? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I saw it pop up, what was that, Wednesday, I think? Uh, Wednesday morning. Because we've been seeing the billboards in the game. Yes. We see the PUBG Invitational billboard in we the game. We had no idea what it was talking about. Right. But then I think we all kind of collectively started seeing stuff pop up on the various news sites about uh, how you can watch the PUBG Invitational. And it kind of hit me randomly because I, I haven't really cared about eSports. I understand it's me got either. its own niche market. Mm-hmm. Um, good for it. I'm happy for it, but I've never really wanted to jump on and actually watch it. Yeah. What but are you guys' thoughts? What have, you, what have like, you been with eSports? I like it in small doses. You ever remember that show on G4 called Arena? Yeah. Yes. That was cool. That yeah. was But cool. it was over in 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I like the, uh, was it Daigo versus Justin, that 2002 fight? Oh, it was Chun-Li and Ken. Oh, my god, That's such an awesome fight. I love it. I, can't, I don't even like fighting games, but I can appreciate that comeback. That, and that comeback is so good. And the way the crowd starts standing up and clapping. Yeah. And Have you ever that. seen that? Probably. It's so yeah, good. This video is... So, like, Chun-Li just goes ham on, like, an almost dead Ken, mm-hmm. and he blocks every... Like, he... She yeah, I have seen She's it's ready so, to finish finish Ken. And he just he blocks, blocks everything, everything. And encounters and wins. Damn. But you see the crowd like 
the camera's been sitting still the whole time. It starts shaking. People start jumping up. Yeah. It just yeah. it's one of those moments. It's one of those feel good gaming moments like Twilight Princess reveal and all those stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's that one of those goosebump moments. But this esports thing, I didn't think it would it would catch me either. And he and I were texting about it. We were watching it on Twitch. But you kind of started to buy into the different team structures yep. and and how they were playing the game and the way they parked the vehicles. Like mm-hmm. they all get in their own vehicle. They don't get in there together. They drive in massive caravans. Yeah. So each one that's four smart, vehicles. Though. Yeah. That's smart. And then they, and they park take... the vehicles like right next to each other. Well, no, it's because they have cover then. Exactly. Yeah, you can make a little wall for yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. smart. And we've never done that. They nope. each get their own vehicle. They immediately jump down to a vehicle. And then they, they go tearing off. See, so I'll learn all these strategies. There was one yeah. match I watched where um, they dropped down, they got in a vehicle, they went outside of the circle. Like a f- far... That one team lived forever out. outside of the circle. I was yep. like, what are they doing? Yep. But they knew how to play it and live live out there. Yeah. These are on, this Liqu- on PC, that right? It might have, I think so. Yeah. They're playing, playing on PC. Yeah, Liquid and Knights. They've been playing longer than... Than console players have, so they probably have picked up a few more things. Okay, so I freaked out when they were showing the finals and they said Mercedes Benz, and I saw yep. that, and I was like, "Yes, I'm in! It's in Atlanta!" And then they said Berlin, and I was like, "No, yep. not here." The real Mercedes Benz, but um, the OG. I watched all eight matches. I loved it. Uh, it I think was, I caught four of them. I, I wanted to see. I just wanted to see what it was like because I. I I, we both enjoy PUBG so much. I wanted to see other people playing it. Yeah. I've got the itch to get back into it because we haven't really played so much here recently. So I had right. the itch to get back into it. Watching it was going to be good enough, especially while I was at work. And <laughs> anything would work. Yeah. So it was uh, it was fascinating. One to just watch them, but two that I even wanted to watch. And I missed the first two on the first day, but the second day I was able to catch up and rewatch them because they were still on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And I loved every minute of it. And it was fascinating to me to, to watch the different teams and how they attacked this and that and go around the circle. Um, and it did give us a, a lot of ideas to play moving forward. I had always had in mind, uh, like, how am I going to watch this eSports? We grew up watching baseball. Soccer's a recent love. Mm-hmm. Where you get this, like, a mix of play-by-play and color commentary. Yeah. Where you get background and then you also get, like, okay, this person's good at sniping. Oh, they won this championship. Duh, they got invited by the team. The commentary on this was top notch. It was actually they were describing the characters and uh, was it Gaxi? I think was the guy's Mm -hmm. name that we saw stare down. Like I I became a fan of his. I don't know who it is just by watching that play style. He just murdered like four people. Yeah, and seeing some of these epic just shoot offs and uh, it just you know one person would just tear off and kill five or six people. And it would the whole place would just go nuts and like yeah. oh my god what is just happening? That was a cool was esports fun. event to watch. Cause I might it, have to look it up. They floated around like they had the camera watch floating around watching the different teams and stuff and where they would move in with it the circle. Because cool. I'm texting Russell, there was one where they had where everybody was on one hemisphere of the circles. Like dude, we would have been on the other side because that's what yeah. the way we like to play when Cesar plays with us. Also, we go to the opposite side of where everybody's going to yeah, be. Yeah, avoid that combat. Closing. That sounds like a that's usually our mentality. Yeah. But a lot of these teams were looking for it. Mm-hmm. They never stopped moving either. You know how we like yep. lay down in the grass and we they play dead and moving. all that? They're like... Yep. I think it's a little bit They're easier to do on PC as well, too. I think so. Yeah. It's the sound the... Because uh, some of the movements and stuff they Twilight were Twilight monsters make. There was, there, was, there was one time <laughs> on, on Thursday afternoon, um, one of the guys, he was the last one member of his team, and it had to have been like the seventh circle. The last member of his team... 
he was stuck in the middle of about three different teams converging on this one area. He just starts throwing smokes. He's got to get out of this house because they're all converging on his house. One team gets absolutely obliterated outside of his house, so he knows shit's going down. He just starts throwing smoke grenade after smoke grenade. They cannot find him. Yeah. Two people run into the smoke and go right past him. We can see it because we're in the master camera, and we can see him, and they're, the commentators are just going nuts. They're like, oh, my God, how can they not see it? Like, he's right there. And uh, he winds up uh, taking out half of the team before he gets flanked from the other side. <laughs> wow. And it was, it was incredible seeing uh these guys play, and I can't imagine the adrenaline rush and play That round you and I played, I, I grabbed a couple grenades. Like, the house you were in, I told mm-hmm. you, smoke's coming. I just need to get better with activating the grenades, yeah. prepping them, tossing them, all that stuff, and just get better at that. Because grenade play, we saw it come in time and time yeah. again. Because uh, when you're watching the broadcast, they'll actually show you the path of the grenades when people toss them. So you're not, like, squinting and trying to figure out how things yeah. break down in this firefight. Looking for those pixels. You can see the path of where it's mm-hmm. going to go and... And how it is in proximity to the the, the opponent team, that it's part is really huge cool. Huge game changer. They're all too. about grenades. Cesar, you told us when we first started playing, when we were like twenty hours in or so, you were like, "We need to learn this grenade play. It's going to be big." We won a couple with grenade play. I've gotten a lot mm-hmm. of kills with grenades. I've not. I've totally yeah. gotten away from grenades. Like I don't even use them. But I pick using them up. Everything: smoke, stun, stun. flash. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was fun seeing them try to raid houses. And my thing is just not knowing how to use them. Yeah. And it's just practicing and, and hitting that, what was it, right button on the direction mm-hmm. pad? On the D-pad. And just getting used to uh, angles and I'm always terrible with any sort of explosive rocket launchers, grenades. I always end up hurting myself more than I end up hurting the other people. So. Russell and I have been blowing each other up pretty good in Halo with the grenades. When yes. we were playing rockets, yeah, really good yeah I probably killed myself more than I killed anyone. With the rockets, yeah. just pulling it off. Yeah. So Russell and I, the other game we played was Master Chief Collection. We're trying to continue our Halo 2 anniversary playthrough. We did beat the Arbiter, was that Tuesday night? The Arbiter mission? The first one. Yeah. So then we played Master Chief section. Now we're back to another Arbiter mission. And somehow we broke the game. Yeah. Uh, The Arbiter has been sent for the index on the Delta Halo. This is not the initial Halo. This is not Installation 04. This is a newer one. So you're playing as the Arbiter, and he's being sent to recover the index mm-hmm. so we're getting to the point marks. we're getting to the point where we're looking for the library and there's a room where this uh, elevator type thing goes across a chasm and you have to clear a mix of flood sentinels that kind of thing in this room and I see Russell we clear the room I'm like okay here we go I see Russell just like running into walls his character's just he's going <laughs> and I'm like okay he must he must see something I don't see he must so he gone. turns around he starts shooting at something I'm watching him I'm like Yo, what is he shooting at? He's just wasting ammo. It's like, there's nothing here. I didn't see anything activate. I don't know where to go. It's like, where are you going? So apparently on his game, or not on headset, mind you, he's on his work call, he's gone to another area. Mm -hmm. I'm just watching his character act out wherever he is, even though on our screens, we are are where we say we are, but he's somewhere totally different. We broke it. I just, I was waiting for him. You reloaded a save. That yep. didn't get us anywhere. I tried to restart to the exact checkpoint. So, like, the checkpoint exactly. didn't drag you along to where he was? Well, or see, that, that's why I tried to do it, because the first couple of times, I was doing the same thing. I was looking at him, and his character was running into corners and just sitting there sprinting into the wall, just, like, shooting up into the air, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Possessed. Is there and, a bee? In and room? I'm watching him do that. And so I was like, all right, fuck this. Maybe I just need to get to the next checkpoint. I probably ran through half the level. Just shooting stuff yeah. and trying to just beat the beat the level. Broken too. And uh, we restarted the, the last checkpoint a couple times. You, and did it, you reload the level? It didn't do it? anything. Yep. 
We did. Uh, did we back out completely, though? Uh, I restarted my console, and yeah. you invited me, and we it both, didn't work. I think we both did. So then I got. I was like, okay, I'm not waiting on you. I'll just go and see if we can trip. Both of us were trying to trip checkpoints. Mm. So I got to a point where uh, I was way ahead of where I thought you were, mm -hmm. and you sent me a text message, a picture of your screenshot. You were way past me, and the thing said you were behind there, and yep. I was like, dude, this game is so broken. We're playing two totally different games. Need a fresh we're install. We're not playing the same thing. Uh, we just can't. It's a, might be a corrupt 90, save. 90 gig. You think it's a corrupt save? I mean, just beat the level. Yeah. And it should reset. See what happens. I've beat it. I've cleared Halo 2 because you and I beat it. Mm -hmm. We didn't run into the level of problems that he and I are I having. I just skip to the next level then. Yeah. I think he can't. He hasn't played that far. He uh, has to beat this level. Well, beat it on his own and then yeah. y'all just go yes. and you think meet, so? on, meet on the next level. Yeah, it's not a big deal. He has an inferior I think Xbox. We, I think we just try it like once. The OG. <laughs> OG Xbox. I mean, it yeah, worked fine it. the other night when we were playing. So we I, beat, there's, there's something wrong with how we started it up last night. Well, I felt like we did it the same way. Mm. What do you think? What's your hypothesis? I mean, there, I'm saying that there's something internal. Of course, obviously, there's nothing that we did differently because we did the exact same thing that we right. did the other night. There's something wrong. It may this, be a corrupt save. It may be just a bad load. No, it won't. It might be a corrupt save. Just, just beat the. You beat the level and then you just start the next one. I thought what was so broken with that game was like multiplayer and stuff, not just simple co-op campaign. Mm. I played. A, That's a huge part of it. Single player, so. I can't say. You beat all of them single player? I beat one, two, and uh, almost three. And about half with the ODST as well. I don't care about four. I mean, no cares. When, when me and you played, you played on your. your I guess. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I, I played not. digital. That same digital copy yeah. that I'm playing with. I, when I played with you, it was on the S. You also had an S. Yeah. I played on OG. Really? It, it came with mine. My original Xbox One. Nice. Oh, that bundle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. I mean, that's the only difference because you got the OG one. I, I got the Halo it. Five bundle that came with Master Chief Collection, so it has oh, both. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. cool. That's the one I got too. Yeah, it came mm -hmm. with Five and Master Chief. Yeah, mine came with Master Chief Collection and also Assassin's Creed Unity and Four. You and I jumped like on the S because it was that uh, Rock Band thing with Target. Mm -hmm. If you bought, you got a free game with it, and then if you canceled the game, you got that amount off of the S. Oh, nice! So we it's paid like, like one twenty or something. Like that it yeah. was like one twenty. It was ridiculous. 30. That's awesome. For an S. Yep. Yeah, I think it was, what, two months after it came out? Mm-hmm. That first uh, holiday they were going into with the S. I got mm -hmm. my Battlefield, because I wanted that uh, gunmetal one. The gray is awesome. My That's coworker a, has that one. Yeah. I, I wanted that one, so I was like, I want Battlefield, and I want that color. Um, so, yeah, that's the one I went for. So we're going to give Halo 2 Anniversary another shot, just, since it seems broken as hell? No, yeah, you, for sure. you, you well, just beat the level. That's all you need to do. And then I think it's worth, what you would I think yeah. it's worth a try, but I mean, I could just go ahead and do that. We'll try it again and see what we do. I'm having fun with it. It was fun yeah. until we weren't able to communicate and figure out what was going on. But it won't on. let y'all beat the level, even with that bullshit going on? We just stopped. Yeah. Like, we were reaching checkpoints individually that weren't reflecting on each other's games. Yeah. We, we were literally playing two separate games. <laughs> Even though we were in the same, like I saw his green, you know the green mm -hmm. arrow shows you where your partner's yeah. at? I saw him moving around the whole time. But he's reacting to things in spaces where he shouldn't be reacting to him too. Like he's just shooting. Like I saw you going through the cadence of toss a grenade, mm -hmm. shoot, back up, same. go back in, shoot. And you weren't, it was just at a corner. There was yeah. nobody there. We cleared that room. Yeah, so. I was also downloading Limbo at the same time because there's a couple of Game Pass games that I wanted to try out. So I Limbo's wondered, on there? Uh, yeah. So I wonder if, because I, I downloaded, let's see, I was downloading the Sea of Thieves update and 
limbo. Should get Warhammer Vermintide too. So I might as There's well. There's so many Warhammer games. <laughs> it's, it's free and, and it's fun. Let me know how far you get on Limbo. The missus and I got stuck on one certain puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious if you get past that. Because yeah. it was kind of... We enjoyed it all the way up until that point. And it, when you fail at something 40 times, you're like, eh, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, I'm done. Right. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. So 40 times is impressive. I usually cap out about 10. Yeah. I'm just like, nope. Well, she's like, you know, there's something we're missing. It's something simple. Mm-hmm. We can do this. Yeah. All right, you ready to go into some news? Let's do it. Let's start with the Octopath story. Yeah, we missed that last week. It has been selling out everywhere, and actually since then there's been an update because they've had to um, apologize for a second restock that sold out. So Octopath has been a huge hit. Apparently, they underestimated uh, retail physical copies, so it sold out all over the place. I've seen it at Best Buy and Amazon since then, but I know at Amazon at one point it was sold out, and apparently it's mm-hmm. super hard to get a copy in Japan. Uh, this is from Nintendo Life. Uh, they say, you m- may remember just last week, Octopath Traveler developer Square Enix issued an apology after underestimating the game's popularity in Japan, a region in which the company is also acting as publisher. Is it published by Nintendo here? No. It's a first-party title? Or is it's it Square Enix? Is Square Enix also? Uh, many, this is back to the article. Many it, Japanese, it has something, though. Because it's on, it's on their commercials with their main stuff. Right. They're yeah. pushing it. Yeah. This is their July game. Yeah. Uh, many Japanese fans were unable to secure a physical copy of the game thanks to stock shortages, with Square Enix having little choice but to mention the possibility of downloading the game from the eShop instead. Over the weekend, um, one of the largest retailers in Japan saw a small restock of the game. Unfortunately for Square Enix, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, the game sold out again in just three hours, causing the studio to send out this tweet. Essentially, the message here states that more games will be shipped when possible and politely reminds fans once again that they can download the game Instead, if they're happy to do so. So they're pushing people towards digital because mm-hmm. they didn't make enough physical copies. Mm-hmm. You guys all got physical, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Japan, right. Japan, uh, Square Enix published Japan, Nintendo uh, published the rest of the world. Okay. That sounds about right, yeah. Because cool. it's on their, their like, trail loop uh, at the Best Buy right now. I plan on starting it this week. Yeah. I want to try it, too, since I got I played it more than I thought. hours for free. When I started, I was just like, oh, okay. I loved the initial demo. As did I. Y'all both played that first demo. I played, played. I didn't finish the second demo because I, I was like, the game's coming out soon. But yeah, I'm digging it so far. Because that one came out right around. Um, Probably just gonna E3, right? Juggle that and East at the same time. I think it came out during E3. Was it? Because I, I wanted to say it came out during like winter. Oh, the second one. But I'm not sure. Mm. No, the first one. Because the, oh, the yeah, second yeah, the demo came one, out the, like the first one. Yeah, a month yeah. ago. That yeah, was yeah. E3. Yeah. yeah. The first one came out like I'm pretty sure after yeah, uh, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, something like that. They got a they got to use one at the Henry Town Center. I'm not surprised for forty three ninety nine. <laughs> I'm not surprised forty three ninety nine. Yeah, with your elite. With elite, mm-hmm. it's not bad. I wonder if it's got case and everything. They got a quick turnaround. I've got to play. I'll play the demo, and if I if I get all my time out of the demo because I have that for free, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I got to play this game, then I'll go pick it yeah, up. Yeah, that's a yeah. good that's a good way to do it. Yeah. So, No Man's Sky got an update. Did anybody... What is our No Man's Sky hot take? Because I know Russell was day one. He may have our best impressions. Uh, I've read a, a lot about the new updates and stuff. Um, I have a couple of friends of uh, the podcast that are also have re-downloaded. Um, they've made a lot of changes to it in terms of multiplayer aspects as well as revamping the crafting to mm-hmm. it. 
um, resources and things like that. Yeah, how you get it and how easy it is to get. They've also redone the ships that you can pick up as well as the um, oh, what are they, like the community centers. Hmm. I'm trying to think of the word, better word for it. Um, like I'm a base f- of some kind? Yeah, there, there's like space stations and stuff and, and ships that you can congregate at with other players. Um, unfortunately, friends of the podcast that have uh, told me about their experiences, they've been doing nothing but crafting. They have had to craft to get uh, energy for their ship to lift off, but they have to refine it, and then they have to get energy to refine the stuff that they have to refine <laughs> for the ship just to take off. And I think uh, one of the guys uh, posted that he took, I think it was like four hours just to get off his first planet, uh, just walk around crafting and doing stuff. That's in the new one? This is in the it's new It's always update. part it's of like it. Two yeah. point up. I mean, that's, it, that's the... It's a big part Just of the, the game. game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's supposed to be about exploring and finding resources, but I think it's a little bit more so than I thought it was going mm-hmm. to be about. Um, I put about two hours into it when I first picked it up on day one. So at launch. When, at launch. Because they made some improvements between yes. this update and launch mm-hmm. that, and that also helped the game. This is supposed to be the most massive, wide-sweeping oh, yeah. change and update. I watched too. a Digital Foundry video with a comparison, and it's like, yeah. whoa, this looks like a totally different it's, game. Yeah, it looks supposed a lot be better, too. Different. Yeah. I so, waited a year or two and got the, the collector's edition for like $18. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were really burned uh, about the launch of this game. Uh, I know we've been watching it for a couple of years. Super, super excited about this it. This is one of those games they ran out at every show, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Every PlayStation show, they've trotting out Aaron, Aaron Murray, Andrew Murray? Sean Murray. Sean Murray. That's close. I was yeah. going through Georgia quarterbacks there for a minute. Yeah, Mr. Murray. <laughs> and uh, he kind of overpromised the game that we didn't get. Yeah. But it seems like now we're getting that game plus more. Yeah. I mean... I'm going to download the update. I will give it a run for its money um, at some point in the near future. We can actually play co-op now. That's the reason why I want to give it a try. Mm-hmm. It's because you can actually play co-op in multiplayer now. So if we want to break away from some Halo one night, then we can pop in uh, No Man's Sky and try that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Or just play more PUBG. Yeah, Halo or PUBG is kind of high on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So that's next. Is there? Did they add anything else? Looks like appearances, technology merchants. You can change your. You can customize how you look, your avatar and stuff a lot more. But you know that's a cosmetic thing. But, um, apparently, third person view is a lot easier now. Mm-hmm. I prefer to play games in third person. Yep. So that. So that'd be game. cool. Know, this this just game, doesn't right? look like a game I'd enjoy. I, I mean, I've, I'm not gonna poo poo on it, but it's just not for me. Uh, Polygon says there's now three types of currencies. Was currency an issue before? Mm-hmm. So one of those games where you had all kind of different things. You, did you get that far into it? I didn't. It? I didn't get that far into it. So uh, listeners, if you are trying out No Man's Sky next, let us know what you think of the changes that they're making. If it's something you want. Uh, there's a new Labo kit coming out. Nintendo's Vehicle Labo. Did y'all see this at all? Yes. The Nintendo Labo family of cardboard switch accessories is growing. This is from Engadget. With a third kit that will arrive September 14th, the ToyCon 03 vehicle kit can be configured to control an on-screen car, plane, or submarine, plus a key to activate them. The various pieces and rubber bands put your ToyCon to work in a steering wheel, pedal, or joystick-like configuration similar to the other Labo kits, which are named Robot and Variety. Anybody have any interest in the vehicle kit? 
Looks like uh, you have a steering wheel. Probably more so than the other pedal. ones. This one, this one piques your interest. Yeah. What about this one grabs you? Just the racing. I like racing games. Yeah. So it's we know it's but outside of Mario, Mario Kart. Kart oh yeah, it's Sonic. I think there's something on the software too that that'll let you do. No, stuff. it's like a racing game in the software. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. a legit racing game built into that because you're you're getting the cardboard, but you're also paying for that the actual switch card that comes with that skew. Yeah. Because yeah. you get a game with it. I'm trying to think of other racing games outside of Mario Kart and Sonic. They had, there was like a, was there boat racing in there? Kind of like, wave, it wasn't wave, wave He race. talked about that last yeah. week or the week before. I can't that remember. That was a bootleg cell phone game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Riptide. Yeah, Riptide. Yeah. Riptide GP. GP. Yeah. Yeah. I tried that, uh, what was it called? Gear something, something. Yeah, what was that game called? There was like a gear, it was like, it was another, uh, mobile game that was kind of like a Gran Turismo they put on Switch. Is that the one that got the physical release at yes. GameStop? Yes. I How tried. was that? Not great. Not good. <laughs> I, I, actually, it was it, it was game-flyable, so I, I rented it. Uh, my main game problem... Game-flyable. Yeah, whatever. You, you, you got what I meant. I like that adjective. <laughs> but um, that you couldn't change the camera angle, and the camera's like zoomed up on the car... I like third person, right? And I couldn't figure out exactly. So you like, couldn't do the normal like right over the car. Yeah, so it's like the, the car, car is in the way. The car. the car is in the way of the road. Okay. So like, uh, yeah, no, no, thank you. That can be annoying. It was very annoying, so I immediately dropped it. So, sorry, do you think you're gonna buy this vehicle, Labo, or just just still wait and see what Labo does for the right price? I will. I mean, I just don't have room to build all that shit and keep right. it intact. How much well, is this one? Did they say sixty nine? We touched on this before. I, <laughs> I had pre-ordered the first kit uh, to do with my kids, and they're a little too young for this. If yeah. I had nine and ten-year-old, maybe eight to ten, I think is what it's intended for. We would have had a good time with it, but but there are options out there, and they're, they're still supporting Labo, so that's a good deal. Yeah, I mean it sells. That's the reason why. It has. Otherwise, they wouldn't. And they came out and said, uh, it charted on NPD one month, mm -hmm. but they said, you know, it's it's doing with with that what they expected. Nintendo's pleased with the sales. Uh, we have our August Games with Gold. Did you guys see this list? I did. Russell, did you see this list? I did. There's a game of interest for you on there. Oh, it's several good games. There's actually, several good games. They're actually all good games minus the last one, but we'll, we'll go with that. Russell and I have been kicking around For Honor for a long time. I have So it. for the entire month of August, you get uh, Forza Horizon 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is a great game. Not the 361 too. It is the Xbox One version. Mm -hmm. Even better. That's a great game. So from August 1st through 15th, you're going to get Dead Space 3, which I hear is the weakest of the Dead Space games, but still mm -hmm. a great game. It's still okay. And it has co-op. It's mostly for the co-op. and That was mm -hmm. when they were trying to do the multiplayer push from EA. Yeah. So at this point, do we have all the Dead Space games backwards compatible yes. through... I know we got and one free. and free, I was about to say. Yep. We got everything through gold, right? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, August 16th through 31st, you get Epic Mickey 2. I'm sure that's the game you were talking about, Michael. That game is actually not bad on Wii. The missus played the first one on Wii and loved it. Yeah. What is different about the second one, and why is it worse on 360? Did you play it on Wii at all? Have you played it? She played one on Wii and enjoyed it. Did you play it, though, at all? I did not. So it's very pointer control heavy? Correct. You don't have pointer controls on a, a on an Xbox controller. So the controller. second one is very similar to the first, it's, it's so it suffers pretty much that. the same. It... it I want to say it relies on it, but the game is very difficult to play without a pointer. This seems like it would be in that era that had Connect controls. Did they try to shoehorn Connect mm. into that one? I don't think so. No. I mean, I could be wrong. And even the Wii U version, for some reason, it's just a, a PS. Uh, I mean, an Xbox port. 
it doesn't have the pointy controls even though. So like I, ha- I actually have this game for Wii, and it's not a bad game at all. Okay. It's better to play with tilt controls anyways. It is. Paintbrush controls. That, that's, that's a throwback right there. We haven't, we haven't touched that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so the other game we get, and this is from August 16th to September 15th, is For Honor. Which is and, great. Uh, this is a fairly recent release. Russell, you were in on the beta. You kind of held off on the game for a little bit, but free, we'll try it out again, right? It's mm-hmm. possible, yeah. I thought it was fun when I played it. I really enjoyed the beta, so free, I'm down. I bought it when it was ten bucks on that. Uh, it was ten dollars yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. I almost jumped on that. And it has you a know? it's a gorgeous X patch. Russell, you raised so it pretty. at some point. What mm-hmm. did you? Was it in the beta that made you mad? For honor, no. Yeah, nothing. I didn't rage quit the beta. I okay. never rage quit. I no. thought there was something that I'm was very some person. some part of the game that was getting you, and you were like, "Nope, I'm done with this." No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, friend of the podcast, Alan, and I have always gone back and forth because we're we like the idea behind the game, and uh, we both played the beta actually co-op, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. So we, we might uh, make sure he gets on it too. Give it a go. So. Cesar, do you want to take this Taiko Drum Master? I wonder if that's going to include the new Chinese DLC. Sure. I'm sure you'll have to pay for that. Nah, I think it's yeah. the base game. I think that's why they're probably giving mm-hmm. it to you. So you'll get the updates, <laughs> but then you can buy it. Yeah. Cesar, you're going to cover Taiko Drum Master. I did not mispronounce that. What? Which one? That's Taiko no I think Tatsujin. The, I think the official name in the U.S. is going to be Taiko no Tatsujin. Drum session. That's the name they're going drum with. There's drum session and, and drum, drum and fun. fun. Yeah. So what's the difference in those two? One's uh the Vita one. No Vita one. There's one that's the Switch one. <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Vita. No, I got well, I got stuck in my head because I was looking at we were talking about Epic Mickey two for the three sixty. I remember Epic Mickey two for the Vita is, is a rare ass game. It's still going for two hundred bucks on eBay. That's Are you right. kidding me? I remember mm-hmm. that. Wow. It only came out in Mexico physical. Really? Yeah. Did you find one? No. Did you get it off the eShop? You can buy it digitally. The Vita eShop? But, too soon. <laughs> but, too uh, soon. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's one that's coming out for the Switch. That's the one that I have with the English patch. It's the Asian version. Um, that, I think that's all that is. But, I mean, that one actually has different songs. It's got some Nintendo ones on there, like Kirby and mm-hmm. uh, some other uh, Mario and some other Nintendo properties on there. It's also got some anime in there, which has Neon Genesis yeah. and Galleon, which was random. You could download the demo on the Japanese eShop for that one. Kirby, the Inklings from Splatoon, Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. Does that all sound familiar? One yep. Piece, Dragon oh Ball. God. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Disney movies, Frozen and Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yep, and there's a drum accessory. Uh, it's all coming out November 2nd. It's coming out for PS4 and it's coming out for the Switch over here. Okay. Uh, there's a drum accessory for that Hori makes in Japan. Um, I think the only show, the only one they showed was a PS4 one. That's, right? what, that's what I'm yeah. kind of concerned. Is it only on PS4? Can I get? Because I know you use the Joy Cons for the. You can the Switch probably version. still be. It's, you can probably still buy the drum. According to Polygon, we're not getting the peripheral on PS4 or Switch what? in the West. Well, how do you okay. how do you play it on PS4 without the drums? You controller, controller, yeah. and you just do a basic <laughs> no, timing. Move no, controls. No. Oh well, okay. Move controllers. There we go. I give you that. Or tilt controls, you know. Mm. Uh, Polygon says, "Quote that peripherals sadly won't return to the West alongside the series, but we'll take what we can get for some good Taiko action." Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting it on Switch. So you said the Asian, Asian oh, really, there's an Asian release. It's in English though. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it has the same Japanese songs. Do you remember Taiko Drum? I wonder if they'll cut PS2? those songs. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's like I Guitar like, Hero. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I'm alright. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. So, Mega Rockman, uh, Rockman X mm-hmm. Legacy Collection Two was not the only thing I ordered from Japan. So the other thing I ordered was uh, Taiko Note Two Etsen. I mis mispronounced myself. Yeah, what is? Okay. That's all good. We know what you mean. Um, <laughs> that has English patches coming out August 9th. 
I also ordered uh, Okami I HD too. for the Switch. I did too. That special edition, the physical copy, with the soundtrack. I don't. I just bought the physical copy, whatever yeah. that was. I don't yeah, know if it's the special edition or not. I ordered that um, too because that one also plays native based off your region. So. Mm-hmm. So you'll pop the Japanese card in, but you'll get the English copy of the game download. Southeast Asia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not Japanese. Southeast Asia is getting the. Patch. How much was it to import? Forty-four dollars. That sounds about right. That's about that's what okay. I think. I think my Okami was like twenty-seven bucks. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Because the digital is gonna be twenty. Yeah, I just got mine straight from Amazon Japan. Mm. I got mine off of. I'm gonna go ahead and grab that. Playasia was more expensive. It was, but. Meh. And then Amazon Japan. I need to set up an Amazon Japan well, account. See, the crazy thing is Amazon Japan. I have one, but my card won't run over yeah. there. Oh. I gotta pay for it with a different card. But the, the the amazing thing about Amazon Japan is that Rockman X Legacy Collection Two shipped yesterday, and I got it today. Wow. Damn. It sat in customs for four Jesus. hours, and then came over here because it was like That's you get it Monday, dope. and they just dropped it off today. They're, I get stuff faster from Amazon Japan than I do from Amazon. Wow. So <laughs> and I just pay standard shipping. So. How does that happen? I have no idea, but they're really efficient as hell. And it comes in a, a box, and they have um, like a like a ceram wrap on another cardboard thing, so it's packed good as hell. There's like no damage, no disc comes What's out. What's that guy in Dragon yeah. Ball that throws the pole? Uh, nah, you're not a Dragon Ball fan. Piccolo? No, 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 the, I can't remember his name. Master Goku. Master no. Jinji? Oh, I thought we were just naming uh, Dragon Ball characters. No, he's in original Boom. Dragon Ball, and he... That's how he travels. He throws a pole and he, he jumps he on it and he travels far off, distances. So he could have been him. Uh, Son Goku. God damn, I can't think of his name. I'll Go remember on. it after the podcast. But Frieza. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was the name of Dragon Ball character. Uh, damn. <laughs> All right, so there's a uh, there's a rumor, this is according to Nintendo Life, that NT Creates CEO Takuya Azui wants to develop a remake of Zelda 2. So they recently did Mega Man Zero, Mighty Number no. 9, Blaster Master Zero, and Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. During a recent interview with, this is from Nintendo Life, during a recent interview with Nintendo Force, the CEO of the company, Takuya Auzi, Auzi, was asked what game he would select if his team was required to remake one of Nintendo's existing games. His response was certainly an interesting one, selecting the 1986 title, Zelda II, The Adventure of Link. He says, quote, just one? Well, I would love to make a new The Adventure Link for the modern era. End quote. What do you guys think about that? Would y'all play a, a redone Zelda 2? I mean, sure, it's a Zelda game. I'd play it. It's on my list of shame. I don't get very far in it any time I try. Still need to be Twilight Princess. It's on your list of shame. <laughs> I'm glad we circled around back to Twilight Princess. Back to Twilight Princess. <laughs> Gotta bring it back up. General Tao. I've also, I've also got uh, <laughs> Breath of the Wild uh, DLC to finish. Yeah, as do I. Every time I start it, I'm like, I do one thing, and then I... Don't touch it for a month or so. Do y'all want to talk uh, August Game Club at the end of this episode? I have two nominees, but I feel like I've been picking a bunch of them. So, eh. Do y'all have some nominees? If you have two nominees, you could throw both out there and then we'll vote or something. I do have two to throw out there, but we'll get to that. That's all I have for I news. only have one nominee. so I've got good. actually something uh, newsworthy. It's actually oh, yeah. uh, a correction in the form of news. I mentioned the Cursed Sales DLC, free DLC that's dropping at the end of this month. I failed to mention in, in my game? excitement... Uh, for Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Um, I, in my excitement, I forgot to mention this as I was describing all the different uh, skeleton pirate crews, um, that there will be a three-person ship coming mm-hmm. out called the Brigantine. Yay. We're, we've been asking for that for a while because it's usually been just three of us that have been able to jump in at the same time all the time. So really looking forward to this new three-person ship. 
three-person, two-sailed, four-cannon ship. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how that uh, develops into things, especially with the Alliance system. There's a lot of screenshots out there of all three ships sailing together. Uh, it's super exciting for those of us that enjoy spending our time upon the seven seas mm -hmm. or the one sea. The sands of time. Lots of islands. All right. Sands yep. of time. <laughs> Take these broken wings. The symphony <laughs> of tales. Very cool. So that's definitely confirmed for the end of this so month? That is definitely confirmed. Sweet. Look forward to that. Lots of new cosmetic <laughs> stuff. New Please shit. be excited. Please new be excited. Oh, God. Square Enix all over again. All right. So last week we were kind of joking around about lists and how people love lists and paying attention to lists. So we figured we'd come up with a list of our own. What happened to Banjo-Kazooie? Game Club game. Game Club's at the end. We'll get to that. There's probably not a whole lot. No. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's kind of a rough draft. It's not super specific because we're gonna do game club also. New game club. All right. <laughs> Michael's here to defend Banjo Kazooie. Exactly. Lots of screaming at me. So we're gonna do. A <laughs> I still like that title. <laughs> so we're gonna do our top five Game Boy Advance list. So just kind of give an overview of what games you picked and uh, why you picked them. We're gonna go round robins. I'm just gonna go. I'll start off because I don't usually start off and. Okay. I'll sure. get the ball rolling. It was my idea. There we go. So we, uh, yeah. my the reason I bought a Game Boy Advance was for Mario Kart Super Circuit. This was uh, the Game Boy Advance. Really, a little bit of backstory was um, I had finally had my own income. Like I was doing summer job, that kind of thing. Mm. This was my first. Everybody has their first console they bought and stuff like that. What color? I got. I got to ask. Uh, I did the Indigo. Okay. And Russell had the clear. Yep. Arctic white. White. Arctic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Arctic white. So uh, I didn't get it at launch. I got it shortly after launch. I think it was the eighty nine ninety nine, the regular model. You know, the one okay. that got the backlit screen that took the batteries. So I had recently, like I said, I had my own income. I subscribed to Nintendo Power. I think my grandmother got us got mm -hmm. me a subscription to Nintendo Power. Mm -hmm. And when that game, when they were talking about Game Boy Advance, I just drooled over the screens. I was like, man, I can't believe we're gonna be able to play so this. So good portable. looking. The Spyro game really impressed me. That isometric three D Spyro game. Mario Kart, Golden Sun, like I don't even think we knew the Tony name Hawk was Golden too. Sun. Uh, our cousin had Tony Hawk 2, so we played it on that and we were blown away, but it wasn't. I wasn't ever into skateboarding like yeah. that, so oh, it, I, I was, that yeah. one didn't bite me. I love skateboarding games. But uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit was one of the reasons to get it, and when Russell got his, either that day or shortly thereafter, we were playing linked uh, Mario Kart matches yep. not long after. Mm -hmm. uh, Golden Sun is at the top of my list. That's my probably my all-time favorite GBA game. Like I said, the Nintendo Power magazines that came out, they were highlighting Golden Sun nonstop. They were talking about the story. i just beaten seven. I was all into turn-based RPGs. It was just totally... The, the concept of playing with these sprites and the way the graphics rotated. And Did you get around the second one at any point? Uh, I played some of the second one, but the, okay. the jarring twist in that, it didn't grab hold of me. Like, the, Dude, I'm telling you, I looked over these, these... I can vividly recall these two issues in Nintendo Power. Um, one was the Luigi GameCube launch one where Luigi's holding his face like that. And yep. they, they had Home a GBA. Style. Yep, they had a GBA preview. And then the very next episode was a Super Mario Advance. It was a yellow background with that Mario Brothers 2 uh, animation because that was a launch title with it. And I poured over both of those magazines, looked at those screens over. That's probably my most excited console launch and, and era was just looking forward to GameCube and GBA. 
Uh, Metroid Fusion. I had just gotten Metroid Prime. I bought that one and I asked for Metroid Fusion for Christmas because all the linking and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the first games I played on the SP. And that's just a gorgeous... I love Metroid Fusion. I do. Kind of flipped the series on its head. Uh, I played... I got Super Mario Advance 2 on my list, Super Mario World. And it's a... I would say it's an inferior port of Super Mario World yeah, compared to the Super Nintendo. Of, uh, other console games right. on here. But this was I was discovering those retro consoles at the same time. So the fact that I could take these almost like the Switch effect now. The fact that I could take these games portable mm. was just it was awesome. That was I could play Super Mario World on the go. And that was just great. Like this is the version that I beat and did everything. I did the Star Road. I collected everything. I just, I ate that game up. I loved it. Uh, and then I have Legend of Zelda Link to the Past Four Swords. Um, this was my first time I beat Link to the Past was the portable one, just, just because I could take it somewhere. I will say I I love Four Swords, but I think this is the worst version of Link to the Past. Right. Because Link yells when he swings his sword. He does. Ah, ah. That but bugs that, the crap that out of me. And then <laughs> that sound clip. And then uh, Four Swords, like I said, Russell and I linked up Super Mario, or uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit. And being able to play four swords and picking each other up and throwing each other across platforms and yep. all that, that was just... A lot of fun. It was so novel. Four swords is great. just so great. It's awesome. And you didn't have Ganon. It was a mix on the the villain formula. We enjoyed the different was, levels was you had Daddy, to go right? through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vati. Vati. The, the cloud yeah. guy. Yeah. I think Minish Cap is on your list, Michael. It you want to go next? I guess I can. Yeah, so... Yeah, nice, nice little segue there. Segway. So I, I was... I was Obviously, I you know if you had Zelda on the on the console, you gotta have a Zelda game pretty much. Uh, if, you got know, to, got to. But, I actually uh, got this game for free, by the way. What Minish Capper? I got the manager's copy of uh, my oh, store. Fancy. <laughs> I have the not for resale version. Now I I think Link to the Past is a better game, but as I said before, I think that version of the game is not the one to play. And plus, I was trying to pick Agreed. Game Boy Advance exclusive games. It's um, a good point. When I made my list, so I, I say Minish Cap is. It was made for the system. There's a lot of really unique items that never showed up again, like the well, I mean, you had the digging claws and stuff like that. But um, I love the but, hat. like the, gust the interaction, jar. the interaction with the hat. What yeah. was that, the bird's name on there? Man, I couldn't tell you. No. So sorry. Do you remember the what? The bird's name. The hat's the hat. name and the hat cap. I can't. I couldn't think of what it would be. I can see it. I don't know its name. Yeah. Because he would talk mad shit to Link. Yeah, he was a sassy little bugger. He? <laughs> he was. <laughs> So, Go on, I'll look it up. But uh, yeah, yeah, we, we must know now. Uh, this is probably the least popular Castlevania on the system, but I really like Harmony of Dissonance. Yeah. Um, and that's the one with Juste Belmont. That's the long white hair guy. Um, that one, it, it's very bright in comparison to Circle of the Moon because they, everyone, Ezlo. Ezlo is the name of the bird. Ezlo is the, the name of the bird. Mm -hmm. All right. But Harmony of Dissonance is just a good Metroidvania game. I can't, like... I just like the character design. I like the enemy design. It's a good game. Um, Did you play the other ones on the system? Did I played play, all uh, of them. Circle of the Moon and Circle of the Moon, RF Sorrow. I didn't like as much. RF Sorrow I love. Um, I think I just like the character. Because he... RF Sorrow, you can change weapons a la Symphony of the Night. But uh, Harmony of Dissonance, you just have the whip. Right. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I just like... The simplicity of it, I guess. Um, uh, Pokemon was a big thing that that, and I had to, I, I really struggled between Leaf Green or Emerald, which I guess they're both green. But Leaf Green was a port of Blue, right? Leaf Green is a remake of Blue. Okay, it's like a total remake. So you have all the 
you know, the run shoes and the uh, dual battles. You have a bunch of things that you didn't have in that original. Um, the whole game's pretty much been redid, so, I mean, I nostalgia is everywhere in that game, so... The nostalgia's strong in that one? That, that version of that game is just... It holds up today. What so. else you got on there? Uh, Gakito's Kentaro's Rage, which is actually available on Switch. We talked about this. That's the one you uh, you mentioned. You pre-ordered as soon as you found out it was coming. Mm-hmm. Brawler, right? It is a it is like is a beat 'em up. It's a side scroller beat 'em up. It's very simple. I was working at uh, GameStop at the time, and that came out. It's twenty bucks. I was like, let me give this a shot, and I ended up loving it. I really like the art style in it. Cool. And the last one uh, I'm gonna do is gonna be Harvest Moon: Friends of Mineral Town. Which is a just a very well done, chill sort of relaxing game. Where Good you Harvest farm. Moon. It's the second best Harvest Moon game. The first one being, uh, which was it called? Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life. Good job. I know people love that one. Did I it love... link it all to that GameCube one? It did, but I don't know what it did. Is it with Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. Every time a cowbell rings, a angel gets its wings. The only thing I like about A Wonderful Life is the, and I was like a really weird nitpick, but uh, the footsteps your character makes, they're very loud. Is that in all the games, or just that one in particular? It's in all, I mean, well, that's in that one in particular, but uh, for some reason he sounds like he's like a horse or something. Clop, 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 every step he takes. Harvest Moon. That's a good list. Who's next? (laughs) Silence. Go ahead, (laughs) Cesar. Right. Mine's pretty simple because most of it repeats Richard, so I'll go last. <laughs> Tie us all up. So number one on my list is uh, Tales of Fantasia. That's the first time we've gotten Tales of Fantasia in America. Mm-hmm. It's published by Nintendo. Uh, fun fact, this was not a port of the Super Famicom one. This was yeah. a port of the PlayStation one. I think you sold um, me on this game. I think I have the box and everything in there. As do I. Complete. Oh. Yeah. Well, not in there, but I do have one. Yeah, mine's complete as well. The only downside to it, the story's great. And I, I love it. The only downside to it is the voice acting is annoying as hell. Um, they fit it on that GBA ROM card? Uh, it's the kind of like what he said with the, that Tells game where they're just yelling every time they do the attack. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there was actual voice acting, and they're like, oh, take this. But it's like super pixelated and rather annoying. Uh, outside of that, I mean... That and the downside was that the sprites on there were kind of pulled from the PlayStation 1 where they're just a little washed out. Mm-hmm. But um, outside of that, I mean, in the frames. This was our first time FPS Tales of Fantasia. Right. right. This was done by Nintendo. I mean, Bandai Net, or Namco at the time, before they were Bandai Namco, mm-hmm. didn't have any uh, plans to bring that out over here. But we got it. You get to play as Crest, get his story. Uh, it's the beginning one before that team split off and they ended up doing. Star Ocean, but that's another story. You got another game on your list that Nintendo kind of threw a lifeline to, but I'll let you keep going. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the next one, we talked about this before in the previous podcast, is uh, Lunar Legend, mm-hmm. um, which is a retelling of uh, the first Lunar game. Uh, they did a pretty good job. It doesn't have all the singing from the original ones from the Sega CD, but it does have some on there. It does have some sound, but, I mean, it's a fairly re- accurate retelling of the game. Um, it's a decent port. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's, and it, it kind of remixes it a little bit. It kind of changes the story up. There's some characters you get uh, towards the end of the game. They kind of bring them in sooner. So uh, they, they kind of freshen it up from the when it came out since 92. Right. It was about 10 years. Um, outside of that, I threw on there Final Fantasy VI Advance. Now, this one was actually a port of the Super Famicom one. So this it's not the crappy, shitty 
cell phone ports that we're getting now. No, that's right. A, that's a good, yeah. And it was a reworked. I have uh, this one. It was a reworked localization from our original Final Fantasy three. Right. They added a dungeon too, right? They added a tower, 120 level tower, and another dungeon on top of that once you beat the game. But yeah. the only the only difference in this one is they, they took out some of the scenes where Ceres uh, was getting beaten around. And they took out some of the stuff that Shadow said in there. Because I know in the original one on the Super Nintendo, there were some references about slitting the throat of his enemies. They cut that part out in this, too. What'd they say? I don't remember what it was. I just remember they toned uh, down that one, especially the Saris one. Got editing. Yeah. Sending them to they, their rooms. They, yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah. I looked over y'all's list when you posted them, and I noticed this one came out in 2007, so it was well after the DS came out. It was kind of so high kinda for like, a while, I think. It's kind of like yeah. a love letter to, uh, you know, thanks for hanging around with the GBA. Here's a here's a great port of a good game. There's a lot of it. It's like one, two, four, five, six. I think you can get just about everything. I bought six. Can't um, get three. One. I got that one. They redid one and two and one cartridge. I had that one. Yeah. And they did four, five, and six separately. Mm -hmm. Then we finally got three on the DS. Yeah. It's the remake. One and two was Dawn of Souls, right? Correct. Yeah. I, I want to say that launched with the brighter SP. I think it came mm -hmm. out at the same time. Because mm -hmm. remember, it took them a while to get Square Enix on there because I think they were having that beef with Nintendo where they were trying to I think that Square Enix wanted to develop for the Game Boy but then wanted to develop mm -hmm. for the GameCube and that's when they got Crystal Chronicles on there because you could get one and two on uh, Wonderswan yeah that's uh, what it was the, before the Gunpei Yokoi console the Japanese only console what else on your list Sasha? Uh, the next one was Wario Land 4 this is actually one of the first GBA games that I got I was about to say was that a launch title it yeah. seemed early and we can pl all play it as 3DS ambassadors. I'm mm -hmm. assuming you're also an ambassador. You yeah. know it. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's standard platform with Wario style. I mean, you get a yeah. charging, jumping. It's more a little bit of um, uh, puzzle solving Yeah. in there yeah. as well, uh, the way that the levels are connected as well. I the, think this, War the Wario Land games never really clicked with me because I love Super Mario Land yeah. so much. Well, the I mean, first one was one of my first Game Boy games, and yeah. Six Golden Coins is just so high on my list. But, but uh, yeah, that... that I mean, they're different. That's why I like the Wario games. I mean, they're just separate. Yeah. Uh, but this this was the first one that uh, actually had a J-pop song playing in the background, like a full song as you're going through across a level. That was just kind of showed off what the GBA could do at the time. So, Hell of a machine. Mm -hmm. uh, next one on my list was also a port of a Wonderswan game, uh, Kelowna Empire of Dreams. We got that o over here. I think it was it was just the black and white over there in uh, Japan. It never came out the Wonder Swan color. On oh, the Wonder Swan? Yeah, it just came out in the standard one. But um, this one was just uh, it took place after the first Kelowna, which was a platforming game. Um, I'm a big fan of. The only mm -hmm. difference on this one was this was it had different types of platforming levels on there. You had the standard ones where it kind of pushed you along and you had to complete them, collect moonstones and get to the end where it kind of forced you to auto-scroll. And then you had some that were uh, puzzle-based. So you'll get bombs and then they'll once you throw them down, they'll set off a timer and you have maybe 10 seconds before you can move around the map. So uh, that kind of changed the way it played before because uh, Kelowna wasn't like that. So That's you, like a 2.5D platformer, right? With like This one's more, if I remember right, more 2D scale. straight. Yeah, it this is 2D. This straight 2D. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have this on the Wii U as yeah. a digital. This is a this is an early uh, GBA game. Yeah, um, I, yeah, it's a good game if I remember. If I if yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I think they introduced some characters that still uh, permanent. Um, all president. The, all the, the Clonoes are there. good though. Yeah. yeah, I haven't really run across that. That series needs to come back. Yeah, I mean, we only it, have three, right? Hmm? One on PlayStation. This one on GBA, and then the third one on two on PlayStation. There's two on PS2. There's one on PS2. Yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah. Clonoa two is on That's PS2. Right. 
And then, and then, then there's one the, on Wii. That's the remake of one. And then there's two on GBA. There's two on GBA. Yes. Yeah, okay. You also had a Clona 2 Dream Champion Tournament, which was up there with me as well. We, they, what's funny was that Kelowna Empire Dreams was a launch title in Japan. Came out in 2001. I think we got about six months later, around 2002. Mm. They got a Dream Champion Tournament maybe six months after that. We didn't get it till three years later. So. It's a long delay. I don't give no Clonoa love over here. I mean, <laughs> cool franchise. What, what's funny it is, is cool you can get Kelowna keychains in uh, all the Tales games. So That's cool. Yeah. That's DLC. They're still paying homage somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that hits it off for all of mine for the f my five. So Go, Russell, go. Russell, what'd you put on your list? Yeah, we've already pretty much talked of most of mine because uh, it's the same as Richard's. Um, like he said, this was kind of his first console, so to speak, that uh, he had disposable income. I was still not in that uh, era of my life, um, but I got similar. That's a good way of saying you're broke. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, still a, I was still a kid, you know. It's the way my bank um, account works. I never had a whole lot in my uh, Game Boy Advance library, but I did get a lot of key uh, games that are very similar there, again, to what Richard had. Uh, Link to the Past was definitely one that I picked up uh, on. Never beat it. Uh, unfortunately, it's still on my list of shame. It's on my list to go through with the uh, Super Nintendo Classic. That's the way to do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit, uh, like Richard has already uh, hit on. Um, we played the hell out of that, uh, and it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Golden Sun, uh, there again, Richard has already mentioned, uh, once he either was playing something else and giving Golden Sun a rest, he allowed me to borrow it and play through it, and I absolutely love the story of the gin and, and all everything that was happening. That was such a good turn-based game. That introduction is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, I love every part about that game, um, uh, but it is on my list of shame of games that I love but I have not beaten. You can get that on Wii U also, the virtual console. Yep. Um, I also, one of the, I think actually one of my first games with the uh, Advance that I got was actually Ace Combat Advance. Um, I have a special place in my heart for flight simulators. I absolutely love them. And this was actually a very fun flight simulator for the Advance. Uh, Ace Combat and I have a long history. Uh, Richard got me the first one for PlayStation mm -hmm. um, some years before the Advance came out. So this was uh, uh, the ability. I think Ace Combat 2. Two and three, I think, yeah. on PlayStation. Uh, this is the ability for me to play Ace Combat on the go. Um, so I was super excited about it. Absolutely loved it. Had a lot of fun playing it. Um, an honorable mention of mine is actually Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers for Game Boy <laughs> Advance. Um, this was right when the, the movies were coming out. I was uh, just beginning to learn what uh, the Lord of the Rings was and meant. And uh, it started my... Since then, lifelong love affair with all things Tolkien. Mm -hmm. uh, I played the shit out of that game as <laughs> Gandalf. Uh, second week in a row. Gandalf has been mentioned. Gandalf, and this he was Gandalf the, the Grey uh, for the most part. And then... Until uh, you fell off the course. Until I fell off... Well, I fell off the... Yeah. yeah and uh, I did This was finish. like a top-down hack and slash, if I remember yep. right. It was kind of a Diablo style yeah. uh, in terms of camera. I seem to remember people's walk cycles looking weird. I remember this game though. Yeah, they had a yeah. they had a they weird had like a, look to them, but it looked like again like when you're looking at a handheld, it's like man, I can't believe I'm playing this on the go. Yeah, and it was a lot. What of an fun. age we live in. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite game though was Advance Wars. Um, 
God, I wish they would make Good continue making. I, I, don't, games. I, I don't think you're alone on that. Oh my so. god, there's a lot of people clamoring for this new game. Was Wars games. fucking fantastic. I absolutely love this game. I love the uh, strategy games, and this turn-based strategy game was fantastic. It was so good. Um, the sprites really popped on that screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was such a simple I Fire guess, concept. Doing too much for him right but now. They though. do it so well. They do it so amazingly. Easy well. to learn, hard to master. Yes, this is true. Because there's one level that I could not beat, and I tried and I tried a thousand different ways, and I could not beat it. Uh, but I absolutely love that game, and and I'm one of the list that wish they would keep making more. All right, guys, there's our top five GBA games for each member of No Podcast. Uh, let us know what you think of the lists. Lists are apparently a big deal. We like doing them. Do it next uh, week. Do y'all want to do another console? Pick one. You. I'm picking one. Go. Yeah. Xbox, original. I'm fine with Let's that. Everybody picked their top five Xbox games. We'll discuss next week. Uh, let's cover Game Club a little bit. We'll throw out our nominees for August Game Club, and then we'll get out of here. We're running kind of late. Yeah. So, Michael, you weren't here for Banjo-Kazooie. What would you like to do to try to redeem <laughs> redeem the uh, slashing it got last week and the week before? It did. It, it, everyone seems to hate it. Uh, so that's what I seem to get out of this. The, so. problem, the problem is the first time we played it is now. That's yeah, I, th- I think that's... You now, have a I do have going. nostalgia for it, but I'm also the type of person that will say, you may not like this because... No, th- this game was good 20 years ago. I think it's still good now. <laughs> but, as you were talking about last week with that whole, like... Because I'm at the same part you are, where you're at the... You're at the, uh, the trivia game, game the show. The trivia thing. game thing. Mm-hmm. I know those answers, but yet again, I was at that <laughs> age point where... You played it a lot. I played a lot because, you know, when you're a kid, you don't have a ton of games so to play. That's the point you made, Yeah, I was about to say, you called that last week. So that that's just a sign of the times, really. But, I mean, that is a poor design choice by today's standpoint, but at the time, it was fine. Uh, the game is a very... It's a collect-a-thon, but... Yeah. The game is built around that, so I don't really say that's a problem. Um, like it's a lot like Mario sixty four. Y'all talked about that a whole lot last week. That's mm-hmm. fine. I'm just mainly picking points y'all had last week. Um, but it does it better than Mario sixty four to me, because yeah, you're collecting stuff or whatever. It, it ties into the game. But when you get a jiggy, you don't get knocked back out of the level. That's a that's you can a just keep thing. going. Um, but know, is it something you want to keep going in? It's not like uh, bob Mountain or whatever I mean, it was. none of it's Basically that difficult. Hump. Some of it gets a little bullshitty near the end, like with the poisonous water and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, it's near the end. I expect it to be a little uh, annoying, you right. know? Uh, the voices I can do without, but they're not not—they're not as bad as, as uh, you know. No, I mean, I had words for it last night. I just couldn't say out loud. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can't bitch about this and not bitch about something like Okami, which is worse to me. Okami does Dragon the same shit. Bad. It does the same shit, but they go on way longer. Golden Sun did the same thing with the. Oh, 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 you know? That's pretty bad, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that gets old. It does it's, get old. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. It's, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's the worst thing ever. But Michael's it, looking through those rose-tinted glasses. I'm not gonna say it's the worst thing ever. Through. I mean, I can do it in banjo. I can do it in Okami, but it's not preferable. But I, right. I get. You know, you don't want to have a complete silence, so. But, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to beat it. I beat it every couple of years. Knock it out. It's a good game. I like it much better than 2, and I definitely like it much better than Nuts and Bolts. We know Nuts and Bolts is a totally different animal. What is better about this one than 2, in your opinion? I think this is just... They get really ambitious with 2. Okay. 2 is a lot big, a lot more big open world. There's 
Should have a lot been of a moves. Game, maybe there's a ton of moves in Banjo Kazooie. You have to learn. Um, they kept just about all those moves for two, mm-hmm. and then they added more. And it got it got to the point where, you, like, if you put the game down, and you try to pick it up, you're like, "What the hell am I right. doing?" Like, you really had to you lose your move set and everything. And the world was too big. The world was way too big and two, and you're just like, I don't know where to go. Like, I can pick up one. I mean, mind you, I've played it a few times, but even like the second time I played it, you're not gonna get lost that easy. Gruntilda's Castle's not that big, or layer, or whatever it is. Right. Um, the music also in Banjo Kazooie is great. I have the soundtrack for it. I know it's a little campy, but that's great. Hurt Hope stuff. It's good stuff. I had nothing but praise for that. Yeah. Yeah, the music's top notch. Yeah. I mean, he's a great composer. Theme changes every time you go to a different level. So. Yeah. And a lot of overall overall theme. It even changes when you get near the level, mm-hmm. like the Gruntilda's layer. It changes when you get near the as level you start you're going. easing up on mm-hmm. that painting and stuff. I do remember that. That's super super good uh, design. So uh, I do have nostalgia for it. I will say it's a good game still, though. There are some stupid moments, but I'm not gonna say you know, like even as much as I love Shinmu, I you know I'm not gonna say oh you need to play it's the best game ever like i understand that it has an age great and sun do you remember the day yeah <laughs> shinmu, <laughs> the snow turned to rain. shinmu will be the real test for me in nostalgia i have not touched that game since 2001 i How played it it's gonna hold on i played through both of them in 2015 when month, three so. Got so i think we should make that september's game i agree oh, i was gonna say halo a ods i'll be done with it by then probably yeah, I'll probably be done with it in August. Two's not a long game. Really? Yeah. Shimmer yeah. one definitely is not. Two takes a little bit Comes longer. Comes out the 21st and probably knock it out in about four or five days. Yeah. Shimmer <laughs> one you can knock out real quick. Shimmer two does take a little bit longer, but you could still get through it. All right. Uh, August Game Club. Uh, what do you guys think? Does anybody have any nominees you want to throw Oh, did you? Uh, you had two, right? I do have two. Yeah, what's your two? My two are Super Mario Brothers 2. For the NES Classic or whatever console you want to play it on, we could do Shin that one. The, the onion tossing. You you second that, Cesar? You I, like that one? I've beaten it. So yeah. Super Mario Bros. Two, you say? Yep. Okay. And then another one is uh, Final Fantasy X. I've just read a lot about that recently, and I actually want to commit to going through that one. And Cesar, I know you started it a couple weeks mm. ago, maybe. But I don't know if uh, that's one well, you can just pick back up or my, what. My save file is right at the end, just like it yeah. is with twelve. I love that game. There's no way I'm going through it, especially with Shimu and okay. Yakuza coming out this month. I may just add that one to I'm my dump off <laughs> my thing. I'm doing because so uh, Code Princess comes out uh, then Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, and then Okami. And Wario on Friday. Wario. I'm not going to buy Wario, but I I will get it eventually. But yeah, there's four games coming out that I'm buying in August. So yeah. So what do you have, Michael? What's on your list? I was going to go Jade Empire, but. Um, Pretty cool recommendation. Yeah, we can all play it on Xbox One. It's gonna be a bit crowded. I'm playing on PC this time, I think. You finally got it running a couple weeks ago. I think you were trying to get it going. Yeah, I didn't get very far, but I was like, oh, I'm doing this. You guys have any nominees? We don't have to decide tonight. We're just throwing stuff out there. So if we don't settle on something, that's fine. We'll we'll pick it out later, or we can have uh, reader submissions. Uh, Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, email us nofodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, I was gonna throw out Halo DST since we're playing through Halo. Yeah, that's not a long Halo game either. You can get okay. there. I couldn't remember if you said you'd beaten it or not. Yeah, I haven't beaten it on the Master Chief Collection yet. We'll be done with two by then. We can all do ODST. What do you I'm think? Fine with that. You're good with that. I actually want to beat that. Yeah. Michael, can you play it's, it's at night? We've been doing like uh, I can't play with you, but I can play by myself. It's, it's fine. We'd like a fourth. I mean, <laughs> the time, time my my time is not going to match up with your time. I right. can guarantee it. 
Okay. Well, you you'll have your own impressions of the yeah. I can know, kind I of can single player. I can bring uh, my Xbox with me. There we go. Uh, Want to go out of town? All right. So maybe ODST unless uh, someone volunteers <laughs> something that well, somebody objects. Yeah. Fine with ODST. I don't want to play that shit. Like busting the door. I object. I've been trying to get you to Objection. help me beat that game for the last <laughs> year. It's been we're about a year. We're almost there. Russell's almost done with two. I'll beat it tonight. It's that serious. If it behaves, <laughs> I'll play single player. Really? Yeah, sorry. You're just going to finish it? Yep. Peace. Oh, that kind of sucks. I'm out. <laughs> All right, on that, uh, you can reach us at uh, uh, via email, gmail, uh, nofodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at nofodcast. And we're on streaming podcast services like Overcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Just search for No Podcast or No Outside Food or Drink, and you'll find us there. Leave us comments. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, send us suggestions. We're open to everything. So uh, until next week, we'll talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm. Auf Wiedersehen. Sayonara. Sayonara.